This is the Mighty Quinn. Warning, you guys. This podcast is explicit. Yes. It is adult content. Yes. It's not for kids. The views and opinions are by us and nobody else. So, if you're looking for something without adult content, I suggest you go somewhere else. Bye now. <laughs> Welcome to the show, huh? Uh, episode twenty-three. I'm the host of the of the Uinda Basement, the Mighty Quinn. Back at her, back at her. Yeah, we're on episode twenty-three. Cody's been gone for a few days. How was uh How was uh, Texas? Man, it was incredible. I had so much fun up there. I really did. I usually hate the state and talk shit about the state, but damn, it was just. Beautiful weather, sunny, shorts, lots of alcohol, asses everywhere. <laughs> Texas women got different asses. I never noticed this before. Is it bigger in Texas? Sometimes. It's, it's, either, <laughs> it's, either, it's either bigger, which is what I go for. I like big asses. Or it's just not there. No, oh, I got you. It's not just like this brick-ass wall right there. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Hell no, it was a good time though. It was, it was a mighty fun time. Mighty oh, we fun missed time. you, but we uh, we figured it out. We had Josh sit in on a episode that'll come out next week. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. That'll work, that'll work. He's in the house. He wouldn't come out and podcast with us tonight. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's uh, licking his wounds. We've been out hunting and he's... He's sore as hell. Well, I bet we packed a deer seven miles yesterday. Nice. <laughs> I shot one closer to the road. <laughs> uh, yeah, if they were closer to the road, that'd have been great. But uh, now the terrain that we went down into is pretty. Uh, uh, I don't know. Not a lot of people get in there. It's pretty primitive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a whitetail in uh, uh, Denton, just north of Dallas, uh, where we did the blues jam on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, we was damn near to the bar and uh, this white tail just comes cooking ass across the road and everybody locks it up I'm like fuck my dog's bigger than that fucking deer you almost got in an accident because you hit the brakes <laughs> hit that <laughs> motherfucker different deer down there different yeah. deer oh, great dane with antlers see any uh, armadillos yeah Yep, did get to see one of those. Did scared, you tackle it? Nope, scared the shit out of me. I ran. For, I forgot what armadillos look like. It's been a while since I was there. Yeah. Fucker came running out. But without further ado, our guest 
for the evening. There we go. There Miss, we go. I was waiting. Mr. Brandon Harmston. Yo. <laughs> Tell us about yourself. I'm Brandon. Born and raised here. <laughs> Not Ooh. really much more to say. You got the classic last name. Yes, I do. You got Harmston Avenue, Harmston Canyon. Yep. Harmston Hole. I think there's a Harmston that's on the the old whorehouse in the bottom of Nine Mile Canyon, too. Yes, there is. is. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, is. I worked with a, a, a Mike Harmston. For, yeah, Mike's yeah. my cousin. Okay. Yeah, I worked with him for damn near 20 years. <laughs> right on. Yeah. He's a crazy fucker, ain't he? <laughs> Mike's a good guy. Good guy. Lots of stories. Lots of uh, 80s, 80s hair band stories, too. Oh, yeah. Too. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> He used to work down on our basin builders when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. And uh, he'd get, they'd, like, uh, Miss Makita would send him posters mm-hmm. all the Makita oh, women. I, okay, I got Dude, you. Dude, he had them strewn everywhere in there. My grandma was pissed. <laughs> oh, she was pissed. And yeah. I'd go in there and steal them, and they'd put new ones up, and, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, they got, they'd get mad because I'd steal their posters all the time. At one time, <laughs> uh, his dad owned the Driftwood. Yes, the Driftwood on Main Street, which is now the Luna Cafe. Yeah. Yep. And when I was a teenager, it was open as a bar. I remember that. Yep. Peeking in, going, who the hell's in there? <laughs> yeah, I've heard some stories about that place. They, uh, my granddad was telling me about how they built it. Mm-hmm. And uh. They went out to the book cliffs and cut a bunch of that red cedar. Okay. And it was real thick. It was like one inch thick. And they nailed that shit to the wall. And then they put, I don't, I think it was lacquer or stain on it or something. Uh Well, a couple months later, the barkeep called and said, hey, you need to come fix this shit right now. (laughs) And I guess all of it had, uh, like, you know boat out just, just and it just up, fell huh? off <laughs> and I, they said they told my great granddad you owe us a whole fucking bar full of liquor and he's all why is that <laughs> she's all because it fell all over the fucking liquor i guess it crushed every bottle there. <laughs> can you imagine like you you just you worked all day old lady was bitching at you all day you get home, kids are assholes. All you want to do is just go to the bar. You're sitting at the bar, you're ordering your first drink, then the fucking ceiling falls down and crushes all the alcohol. <laughs> you're out. <laughs> can I get one to go? Of course, you can stagger your ass down the alley and go to the Utah State Liquor Agency right next door, huh? <laughs> yeah. I remember trying to buy booze when we were kids. Yeah. And... It was always such a pain in the ass because we always had to have somebody 21. Mm-hmm. And it had to be at a certain time of the day, you know. So we never really got a whole lot of booze unless it was beer. I got old Allen at the old Maverick. I'd buy cigarettes and beer. Nice. And then when I turned 21, I was like, don't you want to see my ID? And he's like, no, you're in here all the time. <laughs> I was like, yeah, because I just turned 21. He's like, he just stares at me. <laughs> He's probably long and dead now. <laughs> Damn. Like you little motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Well, they used to have cigarettes out on the uh, on the countertops. So when they weren't looking, you could just kind of grab a pack if you needed one. Yeah. But. Fuck, you remember? They had vending machines. <laughs> grill. Yeah, dude. We used to be able to go buy cigarettes all the time. 
Oh, man, I'm glad I'm not a part of that uh, habit anymore. That's expensive shit. Uh, yes, it is. Yeah, it's... Oh, God. It was 810 today at Top Shot for Pack of Marble Reds. I'll be damned. Yeah. Well, shit, it's, it's been upwards to 8 $9 for my Copenhagen. Yeah. Uh, just buying that. And I got down to Texas, and it was only like a dollar or so cheaper. I was like, oh, fuck, it's expensive. What, what's it's expensive, the right? new one, but just the nicotine pouches? Is it Zen? Yeah, Zen or something like that. Yeah, there's a lot of people doing that. And yeah. I find out that it's the religious people, the, the guys, they're like, oh, I'm not really, it's not real tobacco. <laughs> it's still fucking nicotine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Take that to your word of wisdom, buddy. Wait, 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 wait. Put one of them in while you're soaking. Is that what you call it? <laughs> yeah. That's the soaker's chew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell. Hell yes. So what's new, Quinn? What did we miss? Anything fun? Just the hunt? Just the hunt. Just a whole lot of hunting, a lot of different weather. We got some rain, we got some snow, we got some wind. Man, I had a lot of sun. A lot of sun. I imagine you guys were probably in the 80s down there, 70s, 80s. Yeah, it was, uh, I think, well, Sunday. Sunday. Did you get dipped woke from up, the Kobe or Cody? I woke up about noon and uh, <clears throat> traveled from Anna up to Denison. Which was only like forty-five minute drive. I stayed with a buddy of mine the first night we were there. Yeah. But we went back up to my dad's friend's house and started getting ready for the show. And I just put pants on. I was like, "Ah, eh, screw it. It's not worth risking being cold trying to jam," you know. Yeah. I put pants on. I just sweat my ass off the whole time. It was about eighty-six degrees and humid as hell. Probably a hundred percent humidity. <laughs> yeah, there. just about. Got to switch to spandex instead oh, of cotton. Fuck, huh? It was hot, man. <laughs> it was warm. It was lovely. And then we got back uh, Tuesday night and walked out of the airport. And me and dad got lost as fuck running through the airport. Yeah. It was a nightmare. Salt Lake Airport just sucks. Uh, I've traveled quite a bit. It's not bad, but they got the new addition to it. I haven't I, seen it. Well, I haven't been there in 20 years. <laughs> Well, about 15 years. Since LAX is a show. I thought I was going to die last time I went to the airport in Salt Lake. Oh, you had that, to go the underground exit? terminal where you walk seven miles to Bountiful <laughs> yeah. to get to the damn terminal you need to. You know what I'm talking yeah. about. <laughs> well, I was trying to find a coffee shop because me and the kids went to Lagoon this summer. Mm. I, and we stay, we like to stay out there by the airport because it's fucking quiet. Yeah. We stayed at the Ramada don't fucking go there. I no. thought I was going to get gunned down, fucking mugged and raped and everything else. <laughs> Bro, Dude, you could me. walk down the hallway and that's all you could smell was weed. Yeah. yeah but there, anyway, there's, I was... There's some psychopaths there, huh? Oh, dude. <laughs> so I'm going to this coffee shop, right? It's right there at the mouth of the airport. Yeah. On the Right after you get off the exit there. And I'm clear over here in the coffee shops, way in the fuck over there, so I just... <laughs> 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 thought I was going to die. Yeah, shit. Yeah, we got lost as hell trying to get back on, but we walked outside because at that point, Dad had gone seven hours without a smoke. Oh, I got you. He was in rough shape, so it I didn't, didn't matter. I didn't think about that. It, I've never... it did not matter where Felicia was picking us up at. Uh-huh. He was going outside to get a smoke. <laughs> that was it that was the goal 
we got outside. It was like, this is bullshit. It's cold here. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell the, is this? The secret is uh, go to Diamond Parking. Diamond Parking. Yeah. North Temple. They'll uh, pick you up. They take you right to your terminal. Here you go. This is where you're at. Hell yeah. Yeah, the drop-off worked really seamlessly. And even the pickup and drop-off at DFW was great. But uh, when when we initially just wanted outside where Dad could have a smoke, we got out there and I went to walk across the street because I figured out being on the phone with Felicia where she was at. Mm-hmm. Went to walk across the street and there's a big ass wall on that side. You can't do that. You have to go back into the airport and use the sky hallway that goes over everything. Yeah, the new one, huh? It was dumb. And fuck American Airlines. I'll say that too. Fuck <laughs> that. I told you that. Hell, fuck. Try to go Delta. Delta always fuck. seems like pretty decent. Uh, I'm gonna stick I've with had United. Hell. I've had hell with United, but not as bad as like. Uh, Southwest, yeah. Southwest is a shitty, shitty airline service. We don't even have Spirit in Utah, do we? No, not unless you go to the BYU football games. Got Spirit, Spirit. We got Spirit. <laughs> yeah. Go was... Cougars. Oh Jesus, I'm I'm all for Cougars, just not the BYU ones. <laughs> Utes, bud. It's all yeah, about the all Utes. About... Yeah. I think I'm a Utes fan. Easy there, Turbo. Yeah, you, you, you're an anti-hunter. Yes, I am. You are. You are a, <laughs> yeah. I'm the great white anti-hunter. <laughs> huh. uh, what yeah. can I say? I love native chicks. That was good, man. It's good on you. You I'll need to down. pick up a cute one one of these times, though. Well, my ex-wife's pretty fucking hot. Y- your ex-wife was hot. It's just everything after. She's just fucking stupid. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a downside, too. That's a flaw. I, a lot of... Most hot chicks you pick up are fucking stupid, though. Uh, almost. Almost. Most of them are. Anyone I've ever been was fucking retard. <laughs> Cost more out of the wallet than it's worth. Yeah. Fuck it, you only live once. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Hell yes, hell yes. Yeah, coming back to work was a disaster, too. I can't believe you came back for like one day. Well, it, uh, I was getting phone calls on Monday. Uh, I started drinking at about 9.30 a.m. Texas time, so that would have been... Fuck, that's pretty late for you, and it? It's 7.30 here. Yeah, 8.30. 8.30, yeah, it's only an hour. Only an hour off. (laughs) I started drinking. My phone sent me a notification that I got an email, so I just went ahead and just called her instead of reading the email. And she's like, you're not supposed to respond on your vacation day. I'm like, then don't send me emails on my vacation day. Doesn't this make sense? (laughs) So I had some shit I had to deal with yesterday. Not on my vacation day still, or Wednesday on my vacation day. And then yesterday I went out to the field for a minute. It was weird to see mud and it's cold out there. Jesus Christ, I haven't been to the field in a minute either. Yeah, I've, I haven't even thought about work in two weeks. Oh, you're still <laughs> off. I forgot about that. You're still on your month off. Go back Monday. You go back Monday? Yeah. Oh. 
Like Josh, he doesn't go back till next Thursday. He's on eight and six. Jeez. So he took October off. Dude, I need to get back on a rig. I don't advise. You. I don't know if they uh, even hire roughnecks around here anymore. It's got to have a high school education to get on these rig floors. Probably. Uh, I don't know a roughneck, not one anymore, that's working on one of these. I know a lot of them Patterson hands I was working around a couple years ago were a bunch of fucking pussies. I don't know a lot of rig hands that have high school educations. I'm one of them. Oh, there's a few of them. (laughs) There's a few of them out there, but uh, anymore, you drive past a drilling rig site, and there's a guy out jogging in the morning, and you go... Riding his bike. Riding his bike, and... You're going, this isn't the old roughneck bunch. Nah, dude. Most <laughs> most of the guys that work on a rig nowadays would not fucking hack it back in the day. No. I broke out in 08, the last real big boom we had. Mm-hmm. And it was fucking balls of the walls. You yeah. might die today. Oh, yeah. I, I roughneck. I know exactly how it was. I was the worm. I got the proper name. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I was worried we work Derek's and Yeah. I'm good. The old school guys, man, is what ran me out of there. You ever did you ever work on work over? I did. Did you ever get horned when you're fucking running the board? No. And them horns fuck come up and uppercut your ass? No, I didn't. But I lost a lot of uh strings against the Derek and pissed the damn old uh I, I guess I can't bring names up on this podcast because it's pretty Pretty local guys here. Yeah. yeah. But uh, so I was 19 so. and they were 35. Yeah. And one owns a big oil field or a big company out here right now. But uh, those guys were assholes to me. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm 19 years old. I had no idea what I was doing. Yeah. And, and when it comes to break time, they'd give me five tubes of grease. Crop the crown and grease that son of a bitch, and when you're done, you can have break. Yep, get them shivs fucking grease so we can go back to work. No safety, yo-yo. Nope. Climb up that sucker with five tubes in your pockets. Yep. One end after another, you know. And I was like, what am I doing out here? <laughs> Backbreaker belt. We didn't even have a uh, full harness. Oh, you didn't have oh no. Well, it's just you didn't have belt. the fucking lanyard in the board? Nope. No. Just the Geronimo. <laughs> The Geronimo line, and I was like, that son of a bitch is on a 45-degree angle going down. This I'm going to fucking hurt. But we rode the elevators up and down. Yeah. You just jumped oh, yeah. in. It was a lot safer than the ladder, you know. Yeah. Climb up the ladder, then balance across to the, the derrick board, you know. But yeah, we had Tubing a, board. Well, hell, when I was on the rigs, we had all the safety shit and all that was in place. But You're pretty young, though. Yeah. Fuck, uh, we, dude, I didn't hear about FRs till like 2012, 13. Well, I broke out in, a, in 11 when we had to Did have you? FRs. We didn't. No, we didn't have Fuck, to Fuck, I was still wearing sleeveless shirts. Yeah. Yeah. Sleeveless shirts, I'd get away with shorts. I wore Carhartt coveralls and welded, so. Well, I, know. I screwed up. Uh, you, well, you remember my house, a back porch that my dad almost finished. Yeah. That one. The stairs were always fucked up from when I was a kid snowboarding off of them. And I went to take the three steps down onto the falling apart stairs that were there anyways. Mm -hmm. And I went to jump off that and I was in my sandals and got a nail through my sandal and through my foot. I was a derrick hand. That was a great way to spend a day off. (laughs) I got back and I'm looking at the ladder. 
well, let's see how this goes. And I make it up the ladder and crawl my ass back down for lunch. Just about the time lunch is over with is when I get down, limp, limping with a <laughs> hole in my foot. They finally decide, they're like, just sit on the fucking elevators and get up there. I'll tell you what, when Fair I enough. broke out on work over rig, that's the sorest I've ever fucking been in my life. It's, it's, For like three weeks straight, dude. <laughs> that's uh, The first day was hell. The second day sucked. The third day, oh, bloody. You're done <laughs> that third day. My dad, well, the first day I went out, I started in the derricks. And they asked me if I was afraid of heights. I was, nah. And he says, all right, let's go up. I'll show you how to light some pipe. So I got up there, and, and I had... Full-blown coveralls, insulated coveralls from the refinery that was here. That's what my dad gave me. He's like, these are Nomex coveralls. Here you go. December. That string coming out after they'd been hot oiling it. Oh, my good God. I couldn't get my clothes off, and they just kept coming up with tubing. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I'm going to (laughs) die. Then I didn't know how to piss. It was like, hey, I got to pee. They're like, so? And I was like, well, I'll piss on your head here in a minute. Let me out of here. Just piss off the other side yeah. of the board. <laughs> Old school days, man. Yeah. Fuck yeah. The owner of the company, he liked to run the rods, though. So he ran the rod busket. And I went down and worked the floors with the floor hand. I know a guy has got finger chopped off because that fucking... I've never ran that fucker. That spinner... Yeah. Spins rods. Uh-huh. I guess he's got his hands or his fingers mm-hmm. chopped off because of that. Yeah, see, and I didn't I didn't get around it either. But I just sat down on the ground and I was like, all right, here's you another rod. Just hand it to him, you know. And I was yeah. like, okay. But I stuck it out for about six months. I was out of there. No. I, I actually Oil filled was dead. I actually did have oil-covered uh, gloves on the one day, which usually in the summertime, oil-covered. When you're in the derricks, you don't want anything to stick to anything because yeah. you will die if it sticks to something but I, it what rips the palms off it shredded <laughs> the entire glove around my hand it was just a disaster fractured a, a fucking few bones sliver in my palm get a fucking sliver metal sliver off yeah yes sir I think I've probably done just about everything in the oil patch except work on a cement crew and a frack. Well, I've yeah. worked on a rig while we were fracking. That's close. I think I've been in every situation out there. I don't understand how everything isn't booming right now. Because they're fucking... Hmm. I can tell you a little bit about the corporations right now. <laughs> I think they're trying to just take it nice and easy. Just take it easy. Because they don't want to get fucked again. This price is just so damn high. Even natural gas, too. Well, that's I what I'm saying. Is so they're, damn they're, I think they're just biding their time, man. Well, they took a big cut. You know, I mean, when it was a year ago, because the pandemic came through. But I think they've learned how to micromanage it as well yeah not just um, jump up when they started bringing in high school or college educated people yeah nothing against any of them i mean i think they had to compensate more for their job and cut the fat in other places yeah. where we live yeah. fat on the hog got all the good overtime and we love the oil field and it was a great thing i don't think they're going to get it back no i think it's going to be the same thing i think you're going to see more contracting and wage increases no 
they'll probably stay right where they're at. They're going to stick where they're at, but uh, trades are going to be the one that jumps yeah. up because it takes qualifications to get in there. I mean, it used to be the oil field was nothing but the old farmers out here, you yeah. know. It's like, hey, I got a bunch a, of old motherfuckers yeah. that knew how yeah. to work, and that was it. Yeah, and now it's it's a whole different ball game. It's how you fill out your paperwork. It's how safe you are so that they can keep the the – stocks going you know and the investors keep going on it so i mean i see their point but you know i don't see us just benefiting off of off the, the oil field anymore, anymore. No. no just working well yep. this this field out here is a proven field so really they could shut it down and go explore somewhere else if they wanted to and be just fine yeah um which which is shocking to me because we're such networked in with uh the big gas industry out here for the wasatch front and whatnot oh yeah that we should be supplying that stuff just left and right upsizing our piping and getting more natural gas out but you know the focus is the paraffin wax the the oil out here see and I, i don't know who who owns the company now but it, it was axia a few years ago like, oh it's um can you bleep it out hey it's as long as it's not my company okay. <laughs> it's, uh, xcl xcl yes mm-hmm. well they uh, <clears throat> uh they went through um and put in compressor units on all of their wells up there by the house yeah. And they're like, well, shit, natural gas is up, too. Let's get this bitch pumping down. Oh, I know. I'll tell you what. Right where you're at, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was on that Patterson rig that they had for a long time. Yeah. And you would not believe the fucking crude oil would come out of the hole, dude. The clear? No, it was like green. Yeah, we got greens yeah. and yellows where we're at. Yeah. That's the high dollar shit. I it's... never could tell the difference out there. It all looked clear to me. It was like. Have, I you guys, was, was have you guys ever been to Hamilton, Colorado? No. It's in between Meeker and Craig. Okay, I've been it's, there, yeah. It's that little town. We were on a rig over there, and they were like, so they drilled into this formation, and that shit just started coming out. They had to have crude haulers. Hmm. They had to have fucking water trucks hauling that shit off. Jeez. Like, they were sucking it out of our tanks. And fucking hauling it straight to the refinery. Fuck. It's that good shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got a lot of paraffin in this one, so they use it for a lot of makeup and and wax for, like, canning and, and shit for your boots. Shit we used to rub on the curb for yeah. skateboarding. Yeah. Exactly. But, like, you get down to Texas, it just free flows like gasoline out. It's it's not it doesn't set up and congeal like we have. Hmm. So really, yeah. Wow, that's why we have uh, heaters on all of our tanks oh. down in in Texas. You don't need them. Yeah. Texas is so much better. <laughs> I never want to say Cody. this, but I had so much goddamn fun this oh, weekend. Oh, visiting places North is Texas. great. I love visiting. I, I don't think I could live there though. I don't think so either. There was a lot of stupid. Like, there was a whole grip of just stupid people that caught me off guard. Like, uh, this lady was waiting for a change after she paid with a card at the liquor store. <laughs> how, <laughs> how much have you had to drink? 
Not enough. I'm just sitting there. I'm like, you know, in Utah, they wouldn't even sell to you. Say something that stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Can I see your ID? (laughs) (laughs) God. And we went up, and that was the shit end. I I had to run up to the gas station in Denison to get some Copenhagen and restock on beer and get ready for one more night. We had to buy more beer for one more night. But, uh... Mm -hmm. And my dad's old buddy, Raymond, he's just sitting there. He's like, well, Cody, have you ever been to Texacoma? When I was a little kid, I might have been to Texacoma, Raymond. I'm not sure. And he's like, well, we better take you across the dam. Check that out. So we went across the dam. We get across the dam. It says, welcome to Oklahoma. Okay, I didn't realize I was five minutes from Oklahoma. There's a news report. Did you get some lottery tickets? There was a gas station right there. I'm like, I know damn well that gas station has $6 chew, if not $5. Fuck this. I want a beer. Let's go. (laughs) I hope I just lose $2 if I don't know we're going to be right here. You missed out on the Skinwalker Ranch light show, huh? I did. Yeah, I did miss out on it. What was that all about? I have no idea. Uh, the the sheriffs, uh, uh, one of our friends on Facebook called the sheriffs and asked what the hell it was, and they said they were filming. They were trying to call and get a response from trying stories. to summon in the blue orbs. I think they're fucking with shit they don't want to. Yep, even that's exactly about. what I that all think it was. They're like, okay, yeah, you just just uh, put out a homing device to the basin here, and we're all fucked. Yeah, thanks for that. I've seen Independence Day. <laughs> it's, it's, it's almost like it's annually you see some report that scientists are messing with embryos and DNAs trying to uh, manipulate a dinosaur, trying to recreate a dinosaur. Oh, yeah, like the Woolly Mammoth. Yeah, there's six movies. They are doing the Woolly yeah, Mammoth right now. there's six movies on why you don't need to do this. Yeah, Jurassic Park. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They had an entire series on why. Why this do is a we shit need a woolly mammoth? They're three times the size of a regular. Yeah. Uh, what elephant. is a Siberian elephant? Yeah, yeah. three times yeah, with tusks. Idea. We need one by all means. Let's get one. No, don't do that. Maybe they'll be good. Eat. Maybe they'll be the. Uh, they'll rescue the cattle industry. <laughs> Imagine what their farts do to the fucking environment. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder why they went extinct. Yeah. No shit. Fuck. Seeing uh, my my wife, she's doing a uh, she started a science class uh, in her schooling. Yeah. So so she fired up the science class and had a s- selection of topics to do a paper on. And the one selection was uh, scientists discovered and figured out the reason why giant panda bears are colored the way they're colored it's for camouflage where in the fuck in this world is a panda camouflaging yet black and white there's a reason these fucking things are going extinct we need to stop saving them you ever see the video pandas are the only species other than humans with you that will climb a tree just to see how high they can get until it breaks Mm -hmm. pandas are doing johnny knoxville and steve-o shit they're not even breeding anymore the yeah. artificial inseminate them oh, because they have no interest them, in breeding. Let them fucking go. Unless you're going to repopulate them and open up a hunt, shut up, let them go. I don't even think there's any in the wild anymore. I think they're all I in think zoos. there's like 10 in, within five square miles in Asia. Something like and that. And all they do is eat bamboo shoots and get stoned. And fucking die. They and keep dying. And roll down hills. Yeah. yeah. 
which I love pandas. I mean, that's... Oh, like, they're cool looking. I feel I like, like that's I close like to my spirit. I like watching the videos animals. of yeah. them rolling down the hills and Pretty shit. Pretty close to my spirit. Playing animal, around. But, I mean, fuck. Let them go. Do you think if you actually went, you know, and pet one, it'd be nice to you? Or do you think that some bitch would reach up and tear your ear off? I don't know. <laughs> I've been, I've Maybe. Been, I don't know if I'd get close enough to one to find out. Probably throw a shit at you. <laughs> That's likely. <laughs> Goddamn silverback gorilla. <laughs> Jesus. That's a scary concept. We sat, we was uh, airport watching. We were sitting at a bar in DFW because we got there way early so that Raymond could avoid being in traffic in DFW. Mm. So we got there way earlier. I think our departure was 530. And yeah, if he drops us off at 430, he's fucked. Yeah. Getting, getting back out there. So he dropped us off about one, something like that. Mm-hmm. Man, fuck, there's a bar just as well. Oh, look at that. The bar's on sale. $10 per beer. This will be great. <laughs> cheap, <laughs> cheap beers there. <laughs> but we're just sitting there watching. Cons- considering, and- what are they, 16 in, in the airport? No, yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah. We, we ended up finding a Pizza Hut that had 12-ounce cans for... Seven, fuck eight. they are from the basin, man. Listen to them. Looking for the cheap beer. We were the also bud. four hours early. <laughs> we're drinking Daddy Lights tonight, <laughs> boys. 30, 30, Keystone Light. <laughs> got stones, 30 stones, buddy. <laughs> That's a wild fucking night in the basin. Both of you know my dad. You know damn well he ain't drinking that shit. <laughs> I hated drinking that shit, even though it was so cheap. Well, it used to be like, what, 15 bucks for a 30 case? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Bush Light was the first dirty 30 that ever came out. Fucking Bush Latte. Yeah. How, yeah. Many, how many years have you been sober now? Um, Fuck, like four. Four years now? He used to be a mad, mad, <laughs> mad man. I was a mad man. He went sober for a reason. <laughs> yeah. He, 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 was, he was going nutty on us there for a while. but I was getting pretty bad. I get down a fucking fifth of Jack and be just fine. It's mellow, huh? Yeah, I have my wild nights, but I try to contain myself as much as I can. Stay home. As long as I stay home, I'm usually pretty good. Well, see, I used to end up on a res, wake up on a res in the morning. Where the fuck am I at? (laughs) That's all I got to say about it. I feel like there's more to that fucking story. Oh, there's a lot to that story. (laughs) Oh, fuck, dude, one night... (laughs) <laughs> here we go uh, uh. you know even though i don't drink anymore it's still fun to talk about the oh stories. absolutely absolutely Fuck it. so me and kool-aid uh we we went to the bar uh we went to club xs oh i was gonna say we only have one here yeah, <laughs> yeah we went to xs and then we ended up on the fucking res. We were in White Rocks, right? And we were with these two chicks and uh, Devin Reed. Yeah, Devin. And uh, R.I.P. to King Devin. Oh, yeah. Devin's a shit. Anyway, fucking, we're just having a good time, drinking some beers, fucking being obnoxious, you know, typical res party. Fucking these dudes fucking bolt in the goddamn door, right? Mm-hmm. And we're like, what the fuck? 
me and Kool-Aid are kind of like on edge, you know, like, who the fuck are these guys? Dude, you got to hide us. You got to hide us. Turn the lights off. Turn the lights off. Turn the lights <laughs> off. Fuck, all right. We turn the lights off. Fucking BIA swarm this house, dude. <laughs> like, what the fuck were you guys doing? He's all, I was out there shooting my AK. Fucking, somebody called the cops. <laughs> God damn, man. Damn. In case you guys don't know that's listening, the BIA's Bureau of Indian Affairs, it's a local... Uh, federal. Federal. Federal uh, police for to govern the tribal tribal affairs. Yeah, it's uh, the Bureau of Indian Affairs. Yeah. It's... Uh, man, uh, and I... Tribal cops. I've, I've actually got to see just up at Hilltop a few times BIA having to escort out non-tribal members. If you are not a tribal member, I highly advise not dealing with them. <laughs> yeah. Because you will get your ass whooped like it's an FBI <laughs> agent. They will fuck you up. My dad's old buddy, dude. He's a great big fucking native guy. He's, I think one time they said he weighed like 500 pounds. Uh, you Marcus? Know, yeah. Yeah, Marcus. Dude, it took like fucking eight of them cops to fucking <laughs> escort his big ass out of the fucking bar. <laughs> Straight up, dude. Well, it took, it took six of them to get him to stand up. Fuck. I <laughs> stood him up one night by myself. <laughs> dude, I fucking... So I went and picked up my Uncle Treg. Fucking... He's all, come pick me and Marcus up. We need to ride home. I was like, all right, fuck it's like midnight, one o'clock, and I had that. Uh, you remember my little short, short bed fucking Dodge I had, that red and silver one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> I go and pick these guys up in that, and they both pass the fuck out. <laughs> like, where am I going, Trey? <laughs> so I drove around for a minute. We went back to this house that they were at because Drake finally woke up and said, oh, I forgot my wallet or some shit. I needed his wallet out of his Jeep. Well, fucking Marcus wakes up out of like a dead sleep and walks back in the fucking house. And then all I hear is fucking shit shuffling around in there. I'm like, I'm not going in there. I'm not going in there. This big motherfucker walks out. He gets to the last step on the porch and fucking just endos, dude. <laughs> Face first. <laughs> I swore I heard or felt the ground shake that night. <laughs> Testing the suspension on that old truck. Anyway, fucking, dude, I ended up having to help that big motherfucker up. By myself. Treg was passed out in my truck. <laughs> Fuck. So I, I took Treg home. And then he told me, well, Marcus lives in La Pointe, so I get all the way to fucking La Pointe, and Marcus is still sitting in the middle, and nobody else is in the fucking other seat. <laughs> this is a standard cab pickup. Yeah. <laughs> Leave it against Yeah, you. dude, he's, like, fucking laying on me, and then he throws up on himself. I'm like, Jesus Christ, Marcus. It was a good night. I was, dude, I was so pissed off, I fucking tried to push him out. Get out of the fucking truck! But he ended up waking up, and I took him home. God damn, dude! I've had some wild nights on the res. Even when uh, we had that Dodge Journey, and Felicia was working up there, um, (laughs) 
she'd come home just like an hour, an hour later than usual, something like that. I don't know what took so long, because I'm, I'm in bed, you know, when yeah. the door closes. So what you late for? She's like, oh, I had to give Marcus a ride home. Like, How the fuck do you fit him in the journey? <laughs> <laughs> That's the next question. <laughs> How the hell did you find a way to stuff his ass in a Dodge journey? <laughs> oh, no shit. If you're ever driving through the res and you see this great big Indian dude with big old braid, that's Marcus. Marcus. He cannot fucking miss that guy. He is big. He's a big guy. But you know what? He's about as good as it gets. He really is a good son bitch. Dude, he's a bad motherfucker. (laughs) Straight up, I love that guy to death. I'll tell you what, dude. You go into the bar and like a lot of people had problems with me up there, you know? Because of my dad and whatnot. Fucking, if he was in there, nobody had a problem with me at all. I think, I think the the one night I was up there, Marcus just showed up and he set a car key on the counter. I'm like, you took a taxi here. Why do you have a car key? He's like, watch this, and I look at the car key and it says BMW on it. There is no way this works for your big ass. And it did. He had girls around him all night. I'm like, holy shit. Oh, yeah. It's dude. a rental. <laughs> Where did you even get a BMW key? I know you don't own a BMW. <laughs> I sell my Ace Hardware. <laughs> he had a BMW key, and it worked. That's how you get all the chicks. Go up to Ace Hardware. He was buying Can you those... make me a key? Oh. <laughs> he was buying... It's a BMW. <laughs> he was buying girls' keys on. Or buying girls drinks all night at work. Oh, dude, every time I'd go in there, he'd get me fucking smashed. I didn't even have to spend money. When I was 18, the neighbor says, hey, you want to go bar hopping with me? And I was like, yeah, we got two. He said, yeah, we're going to go up to the, what was it called, the Broken Arrow Social Club up at Bottle Hollow. Oh, Just before they tore it down. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I can't get in there. He says, ah, dude, you'll be fine. Mm -hmm. I get in there. They're handing cans of beer out. I've never seen a can of beer at a bar. You get bottles, you know, <laughs> pitchers of beer and shit like that. These guys are opening twelve packs and handed out beers. And I was like, "Shit, this is a cool place." Well, I didn't have a lot of money on me, but as long as you could do the macarena, those chicks up there, man, and buy me beers all night. Right on. <laughs> hey, macarena. <laughs> I remember having to go in and. Retrieved my dad and my grandfather from fucking the id. Yeah, the ID. I was just real yeah. little. Every time we went there, we'd get pulled over by the police as soon as we left. It was like a setup. <laughs> Turn 21, we're like, we want to go to the bar. We'd hit Salt Lake. We're out here for the weekend. Yeah, let's go over there. Boom, cops. <laughs> give him sobriety test. He's sober. Let's give him a sobriety test anyways. Came out of the bar. Fuckers. Yeah. It was I, a shitty I, wa- bar. I want to hear the rest of this story because I'll bet it's funny. What? <laughs> your dad and your grandpa out of the ID. Oh. A lot of wild nights, bud. That's how I grew up. <laughs> fucking. My granddad, he drinks nothing but whiskey. My dad, he was kind of a beer man, man but fuck. Wild nights. Wild nights. I've got the chance just in my life to see your dad drink a lot of different things other than beer, but he's sober now. As, as he he's went on, yeah. as he went on, yeah, yeah, he's he's crushing it now. He's sober, sober too. Mm-hmm. Good on him. Good on him. Yeah. Well, uh, there's a, there's a lot of parts of your family that should be sober. 
Just we have a Dude, lot of people in your family. Need I to think that's one of my family's reputations <laughs> as being fucking drinkers. That's uh, I was actually talking to my dad earlier. He's like, "Oh, you're you guys are gonna have Brandon on." It's like, yeah. He's like, "Man, this can be a shit show." I'm like, "No, nah, Brandon's sober." He's like, "Still?" <laughs> I knew he was sober for a minute. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, he's he's still sticking to it. Brandon's sober. He's like, "I'll be damned." Well, the worst that can happen is he embarrasses his family. Mike, you know what? We're on to something here, too. <laughs> no. We all embarrass our families for some reason. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. You ever roll up on her ass? No. No, I haven't. What about you? You ever fucking woken up on her ass? No. Well, I grew up uh, eight miles east of Mighton, so... We crossed the street with the res, so. Right on. <laughs> All reality, we're only two miles from the res here. Yeah. <laughs> fucking, my buddy and I, do you know uh, Jeremy Carter? They I don't. call him Big J. Uh-uh. Big J. Uh, fucking, we ended up on the river bottoms one night, and I've never met a bunch of fucking more pissed off Indians than this night. But they were playing beer pong for money, and they fucked up when they got Big J going. So, like, the last round, dude, there's like $500 in this pot, right? I put like 300 in. Fucking, they got mad because Big J had been fucking winning all night, right? So this dude put sake and vodka and Jaeger and fucking tequila. Every fucking bottle of alcohol they had, they put one in each cup. So, I mean, by the time this was over. Yuck. Nobody's walking. Well, no, Big J walked away. He (laughs) stopped his fucking ass, dude. (laughs) He was a little fucking toasty, but it was fun. (laughs) It was, um... Hell, I was, I was still in high school, actually. It is the first actual, like, traveling gig I had played. Uh, I had done some jamming with Brandon and Kool-Aid. And I'd played with Devin a couple of times. And Devin... Devin... Or was it you that hit me up? It was either Brandon or Devin that hit me up. I think it was me. Hey, we need a drummer. We're yeah, playing, it was me. We're playing in Toyok. It was me and Kool-Aid. <laughs> but the, Devin shows up, still drunk from the last three <clears throat> nights. I don't think he was ever sober. It was it was a rare <laughs> occurrence, but said, hey, we're going to Toyok to play a show. And at this point, I had moved out of Dad's house. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't really in charge of me. My mom had kicked me out, so she wasn't in charge of me. It was my in-laws that were more or less in charge of me, but nobody was in charge of me. I was just doing me. So we, they met up at my dad's house and loaded up drums and all of our gear. We barely practiced at all. <laughs> yeah, me and Kool-Aid. That night that I told you that the dude was shooting his AK and shit, yeah. that was what me and Kool-Aid was doing the night before. before. That, oh, that explains why I was the only one awake, including the driver the mm-hmm. whole fucking way to Toyok. But... <laughs> We went out there and uh, played the show. It's like, shit, that was more fun than I've had in my whole life. That was just a great time. But, well, it was a disaster of a time, but it was fun. 
Uh, we left and hit the liquor store, and I still have a picture of you and Kool Aid with lampshades on your head. Oh yeah, when we were sitting in the hotel, they they all wanted to go to the bar, and I'm 15. <laughs> well, fuck! I guess you guys can have fun. No <laughs> like, shit. Yeah, enjoy. So they they all decided to sit back, and hell, we got. We actually didn't stay in Toyok though, because Toyok's a drier as. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, so we stayed in Cortez yeah. at that shitty ass motel room. Me and Kool Aid were sitting. They had lamps over the bed, uh-huh. on the headboard like this. Me and Kool Aid were sitting there drinking beers, fucking with our head <laughs> in fucking lampshades, <laughs> watching, uh, <laughs> watching the Goonies. Yeah, classic. You'll Hell you'll yeah. you'll have to you'll have to meet Kool Aid. He looks really. Really similar to a, the main character of the Goonies. What the hell? Uh, Baby Ruth. Oh, Sloth. Sloth. Yeah, Sloth. He looks. Uh, he wasn't a main similar. character, but he, he was a sideshow. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Kool Aid looks extremely Ruth. similar. Damn. Baby Ruth. All, all these, all these weeks, you still can't shoot a beer can. In I bucket. had a microphone right in the eye. Look at that. <laughs> I am farsighted. <laughs> Some of a bitch just—it's yeah. like looking down a horse's nose. <laughs> oh yes. If I could throw it like a football, it'd be all right. It's that stupid underhand pitching shit. <laughs> what's the What's the name of that band that you text me? Oh, the crew. The crew. Who's yeah. who all's in that? Uh, Tim Armstrong from Rancid. Okay. Um, Fletcher and Byron from Pennywise. Mike Muir from uh, Suicidal Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And um, Matt Freeman, Matt the bass Freeman player from Rancid. Rancid. Yeah, I was listening to that on our way here. Have you listened to that Does song? Not. No, but anything that Tim Armstrong's in usually goes platinum. Man. It's dude. It's like the punk rock fucking super. I'm surprised. They. It seems like punk rock is like at a standstill right now. Honestly, like, I didn't. Th- I didn't think Pennywise was missing anything until I heard Matt Freeman playing with Fletcher, and because yeah. it sounds just like Matt Freeman playing in Pennywise, and then you got uh-huh. Tim Armstrong and Dipshit from Suicidal Tendencies because they suck too. He's like the Godfather of punk, man. Yeah. Tim is. Yeah. yeah. He seems I... to. Show up in a lot of bands lately. My my all time favorite punk rock band growing up was either The Misfits or Pennywise. Okay. Yeah, yeah Pennywise. And was Social shit. Distortion. All well, right. And we did a lot of spray painting when we were kids due to <laughs> uh, teenage body <laughs> rockets. Dude, I never Sk- really liked those guys. Skate or die. Tell me you didn't spray paint that on at least five ramps. Yeah, but I... Yeah, that came out way before <laughs> Teenage Bottle Rocket. Yeah, dude, I've never really liked Teenage Bottle Rockets. I always Bye. thought they were kind of like, dude. If they're if very really, poppy, they, if you get into it, like I listen to shit like fucking. Um, they're the oh my god, Teenage Bottle Rockets is a, is the middle ground between Blink One Eighty Two and yes. Pennywise. I listen to like the Exploited and shit. Yeah, like Exploited is good. Threat, like yeah. the hardcore punk rock yeah. shit. So like, I like the Transplants. Well, no, they're I cool. Love the I love transplants. That was, yeah. I've seen the transplants. Another one of the funnest times oh, I have we too. had that yeah. night. Yeah, I, shit, I was at the transplants ex- down there uh, at the depot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I was there. Yeah, we was, yeah. At, we was at that the show. The Interrupters. Yes. Yep, yeah, the Interrupters. Show. 
See, my, my mm-hmm. wife was pregnant with my son at that show, and she just wanted a, a Pepsi. Ironic as hell. She just, just wanted, wanted a Pepsi. A Pepsi. <laughs> but she, uh, she wanted, just wanted a Pepsi, man. Just one Pepsi. But she was pregnant. Went to so your church. Like Mike and that shit, too. She was pissed. Went to your school. Yep. She uh, she wanted a Pepsi, but they, they serve Pepsi and Bud Light glasses. So yeah. my wife is massively pregnant walking around with a Bud Light plastic cup that looks like a mixed drink. And we're all sitting there drinking, having fun. She's the only sober one there, which, thank God, somebody fucking drove us because that was a rough-ass night anyways. But his ex-wife was looking at every woman there that was identifying my wife holding a Bud Light cup. And every time they'd make a face that was judging... There goes Brandon's wife snapping on every woman in that damn venue. Really? Yeah. I don't remember Oh, she was having a come apart the whole time because people were judging Felicia. Fuck, I don't remember that. We were front row on that one. Was you? Yeah. We we was in the bar. I remember. (laughs) I remember a tall girl behind me kept resting her tits on my back nice and i kept turning to my wife and she's looking at me she's like that's hilarious and i was like it's not my fault it's not funny it's not my fault she's like like six foot ten don't be mad at me (laughs) (laughs) she just laughed it off because i mean it was just a friendly deal but it it was real friendly though (laughs) (laughs) she could rest right between my neck you know i mean on both sides but no, I uh, just turn around to confront. Josh her. and I locked arms on that and was protecting the girls on that. Yeah, they were trying to watch the show and not get in the mosh pit, and and so anybody that come and elbow us, we were like, okay, let's go, let's go. It was him. Probably was. <laughs> I've been in mosh pits, dude. I've been in before. some big ones that you're like, man, I don't even like fucking this. warp tour, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, we watched Riot Fest the first time I watched fucking No Effects live. <laughs> We seen him at Warp Tour, and that whole fucking yeah. crowd was a mosh pit. Like it was insane. Saw him, Sports Authority Arena, Mile High Stadium. I went to see No Effects. Denver. Yep. Right on. Right, right, fast. Twenty fourteen. I think Fat Mike's kind of a crybaby nowadays. Yeah, and you know what? If for some reason, I think I really enjoy listening to him, and then I'll download a shitload to like my phone mm-hmm. then you'd be driving down the road and you're like why the fuck did i he just keeps rambling on he's got good songs but you can't sit and listen to albums there's a lot of bands nah. like that too mm-hmm. it's like one song's great bob marley yeah bob marley you could throw a one song yeah. in 10 and it's fine mm-hmm. but if you go back to back you're like, oh fuck i've had enough of this guy yeah, exactly yeah, <laughs> yeah. Seeing that the it's not like listening to the Stones, honestly, dude. There's a lot of Stones songs, dude. That I, I really can like. listen to Stones my whole entire life. Not my favorite favorite band, but they've been in my whole life. Yeah, but they're yeah. like, like you say, they're not your favorite, but they are something good to listen to, Shit, like a yeah. good go to band, dude. Yeah. I could I, I could pull them up all the time, and, and and I'll actually put on Alexa in the house all the time because we can listen to it. It's shit that I grew up on. It's shit kids grew up on. We all know the music. Yeah. Sabbath is... They're all right. I don't, I don't think I've 
I'm ever. I'm a Sabbath that. fan, but I mean, they're all right. They're not oh, I the Stones. I, I, I think I can literally listen to Sabbath for any mood that I'm in, and it doesn't affect my. I still think. Oh, I love listening to Dio. Sabbath is best. There's no getting around that. Uh, uh, there's Cody. both. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Well, Ozzy, Ozzy's great, sucks. dude. We can get along. We can not. Dude, get along honestly, no, you're right. Actually, I like Dio. More in Black Sabbath than I do Dio by yes. itself. Ron yeah, James Dio. Yep, yep. Like I, I like yeah. like two or three fucking songs of Ronnie James Dio's, but when he was with Sabbath, pretty much every song they wrote was good. the well yeah the the musicianship. It, it was almost like when they kicked Ozzy out, all of them just decided they would show off how good they are. Mm-hmm. And, See, and I don't even wanted, remember him kicking Ozzy out. And all at once, I buy an album. And you're like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" See, <laughs> <laughs> but like every everyone in the band got better. Yeah, just at Heaven and Hell. Instantly, oh, yeah. Heaven and Hell came yeah. out, and everyone just. I like got both. I, I really do like yeah. both, but I I am the old school uh, Black Sabbath too. Yeah. yeah. See, and it caught me off guard when we went to Vegas to see him on the final tour. Uh, we went to see him. Then all of a sudden, I start hearing fairies wear boots. I'm like, well, I didn't think they'd play this. Dude, they sound like they're playing on a trash can in that. Yeah. It sounds so badass. Well, and then uh, what caught me off guard was Ozzy singing Neon Nights. It was like, Ozzy's going to sing a Dio song. Did he do a good job? No. <laughs> I've yeah, seen Ozzy. I've seen no, Ozzy live. He, he really yeah. did. Yeah, I seen Ozzy live when it was the Delta Center in uh, 1990. Yeah, 92, 92. Yeah, and yeah, he sucked. Yeah, Oz, <laughs> but Ozzy's it was. Not I, I'm an Ozzy. Sucks. Hell yeah, you know. But it, it's one of those. Is this what he sounds like in real life, man? Yeah, no, <laughs> but you know, uh, Aerosmith's the same way. Yeah, the studio bands do really good in studios, but of course, technology's changed so much with the amps and. And mixers and stuff like that, and I'm not talking like vodka mixers or anything. But <laughs> <laughs> the the year the year at Rock Jam, I'm certain you were there. It was um, I was. It, <laughs> I miss ZZ Top. I miss ZZ Top. Let's That's just the year. Sum it up. You was there. Yeah. It was uh, uh, Johnny Lang played Beast of a Blues. He played in the daytime, so you might not remember. He's then. probably over the Southern Comfort Tent or the Jack Daniels. No, he was he was main stage. He was the main stage. Maybe I was in the Jack Daniels. But I love it? blues. I want to say it was Journey and Def Leppard. Yeah. Didn't Journey headline after Def Leppard? Def Leppard never played Saturday Rock Jam. Night. Yeah. Yeah, that's where I saw Def Leppard. I missed that year. You know, I seen fucking Def Leppard open for Joan Jett. Oh, yeah. Jasper. That was a badass show. I despise Def Leppard. I really Dude, do. Dude, I don't They're like so Def Leppard. They're so overplayed. I don't it, like Def Leppard either. Me. Def Leppard. They're so fucking good live. All their songs sound the same to yeah, Exactly. It's been that way since junior high. Same way. Love the guys that actually sit with them and can say that that's the best band ever. It's not. ACDC kicks ass. Yes. Yeah, but it's the same If you don't like ACDC, then fuck you. I don't like ACDC. I don't like I like ACDC. I don't like Slayer and I don't like Suicidal Tendencies. Dude, it's AC fucking DC, man. Dude, ACDC rocks. I just don't like... It's the same three chords. So It doesn't matter about the chords. shit out of it. It's the difference. It's the same riff. It's the different sound. It's the same fucking sound. You know what my favorite movie is? What? It has... An entire soundtrack of ACDC. 
Maximum Overdrive. Maximum Overdrive. Who made who? <laughs> who made yeah. you? No, I, ACDC did one song fantastically. What, Back in Black? No, oh, they just did the same fucking song that many times over and oh, over Oh, come on. Again. She's got the jack? Nah, bro. That's your Even blues, dude. Upper you get, that's your, lip, no, your blues. No, no. She has the jacks so the shit. Like, I, Stiff her upper lip. No, I'll listen yeah. to it, but it's... What about Whole lot of Rosie? Yeah. It's all the same fucking song. Dude, it's... Whole lot of Rosie is Johnny Be Good with different fucking words in <laughs> no. it. No! Yes, it is! No! Yes! No. Yes! <laughs> no! When we, what about Sin City? Come on. I like Sin City. I can't believe you don't Dude, the Razor's Edge album kicked no, ass. I don't yes, like ACDC. I, I, really, <laughs> I really don't like A Mistress for Christmas? Come on, bud. I, I, ACDC would be good to me if it wasn't... Oh, It's it's similar to Motley Crue. It would be good if it wasn't fucking played constantly. But Motley Crue with, just fucking sucks, though. The only good thing about Motley Crue is Mick, Mick Mars. But the, the thing with ACDC is... The songs that they play on the radio, I, I'm attracted to B-sides. That's my that's my shit. I, I like shit that is not on the radio. Dude, I Highway like to Hell is like the classic of all fucking classics. Yeah. Hell yeah. Let's like every go. song on that album is good. The Dirty Christ, Deeds, Merle buddy. Haggard has more fucking guitar technique in that song than Angus Young does. No. Dirty Deeds. Well, not everybody's a musician, Cody. No, but I am. That's why I don't like it. And he some people, is, just, uh, some he people is, are just fine consumers of good music. Dude, I love... Don't you think the Stones? ACDC. Don't you think the Stones, their, their guitar is pretty elementary? No. No, not at all. Their guitar or their bass. Uh, <laughs> John F. Whistle is a fucking savage on bass guitar. Dude, he's, he's the Keith Richards is pretty and good Keith guitarist. Richards is oh, he's a good guitarist. Work. I'm just saying, is when it comes down to it, does it matter? Because in my opinion, what makes a good song is a good bass run. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, if you think what's popular now, you hear the good bass run tool. You yeah. think uh, Sublime things like that. Yeah. You got the good bass run in the background. It makes a good yeah, song. Feel good music. But how many times the can drums you do this have got to be on with the bass so for me to yeah. like. Sign off. This is why he mean? kicked me out of the band. because I was playing drums and I was just off with it. Whatever. He's with the band. <laughs> Him, John, and Ringle, they like to do it in the road. <laughs> <laughs> you see, the Beatles. I can't mm-hmm. fucking stand the Beatles. I can't. I it's, love the Beatles. I it's my thing. Beatles, it's yeah. my thing, though. But uh, a lot of talent came from that pop music, pretty much. Mm-hmm. But Oh, absolutely. Just how long they were with us and they're still with us. You know, I mean, the band's gone, but the music's still here. Yeah. So, and that's what we're lacking in today's society. I just listened to one hundred six point nine today. Somebody redid Patience from the Guns N' Roses. Which did it suck? Version yeah. Like how bad? Like way bad. You're like, the fuck is this, what? dude? Okay, so it like, was on the radio for a minute. Uh, home, Aaron Lewis from Stained. Yeah, he did an acoustic version of Patience that was badass. It was on one hundred six. Have you heard? Have you heard his version of "What Hurts the Most" by Rascal Flatts? No, you need to fucking listen to that song. He kills that fucking. Well, song. it can't suck worse than the fucking Rascal. Flatts. No, dude, it's sure. way better than that song. I really like that song. I always have. I thought. Yeah. It, I thought it my was a countryside good song. is really lacking uh, motivation. I'll, I will say that. 
There, I tried. I tried in my teenage years, and it just never blossomed. There's a lot of country shit out right now that even you would. Really Dude, like. I when, I, when it comes no, to country, because what I don't like about it is it just became pop music. What what I like about country music, the the like the southern feel to it, like the southern rock feel to it, like check out uh, the Still Woods. Still Woods. They're they're fucking badass, but he's country, but it's. Got that real southern rock well, feel to it. Whiskey Myers is a southern rock band. Blackberry Smoke yeah. is in the country section on iTunes, but it's a southern rock band. Uh, See, I can get into shit. old Hank Williams. Lost track. Goddamn Facebook decided to change their fucking name. They're going to the metaverse, so now my Facebook's just gone. I heard something about that on the radio this morning. I'm not doing really? it. Really? Yeah, it's, they're changing their name to Meta. Why? To push the metaverse that uh, he's trying to convert shit to. He watches too many damn Elon, or, uh, Keanu Reeves movies, I think. <laughs> it's a virtual reality world is what he's trying to push. And I just don't want anything to do with it. Like, now nah, I'm good. Well, I'm everybody kinda... that leaves goes to Instagram. But the thing about Instagram is... is it's the it's same, same guy. It's Facebook. Yeah, yeah it's the same thing. I actually hate it because when I post like stuff, from, I have to start from Instagram to post to Facebook for this podcast. Oh, no kidding, huh? Yeah. If not, you're backtracking and you're posting three times, which I end up posting three times anyways because yeah. you got to get your content out there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> All 10 people. <laughs> Social media is fucking losing me. It's lame. It's- I, it, Dude, honestly, like, I could give a fuck less about what most people do their day. So I went through and I had a I had a cleanse on my Facebook just a few months ago. I went through and acknowledged how many people that I know are only posting political shit. The guy, you're gone. Don't want. You were on the fucking nut cut, buddy. Was I? Yeah, you post a lot of political Not shit. Not anymore. You're on the nut cut. Not anymore. Then, then, when when I was going through this cleanse, if you will, I was going through that, and it was like, no, I just don't want politics. I want same. I want funny shit. I want shitty that's that's what I post. Sex jokes. Like, give me that good. Yeah, shit. Yeah, I'll post the good shit, but it seems like I get tied up in this, and I don't post as much. Good shit as I used to. That's true. <laughs> What's yeah. uh, uh, what what can a chicken do that you can't? What's that? Pick up corn with a pecker. Yeah, <laughs> bet you can't do that. I'm not gonna try. <laughs> uh, we can get some corn. I'll bring some corn next week. I still got the shot collar, Cody. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> that's why I brought Brandon in. He says fuck more than I do. Yes, I <laughs> you made you look better, huh? Yes, sir. Got myself out of that one. I really don't care. I listened to a few podcasts this week. One, one's the the one that we we don't talk about every week. You know. Uh, yeah. yeah, I got you. <laughs> they say it just as much as you do. I wouldn't worry what is about that, it. That fucked up metal podcast. That one. Oh yeah, yeah. The metal yeah, guys. The metal one. Yeah. Elaborate. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot we got a guest here. We're not recording. <laughs> Do you need some help? You getting cold, Cody? Fuck yes, I am, man. I've been okay, push in on the knob. No, push in on the knob. Then turn it on. 
Why is it turning on? Yeah, oh, there you go. Hey, look at that. We got. Oh, you got to hold on to it. It's a pilot light. How long have you worked in the oil field? <laughs> hold. It's got a thermal coupling. I'm pretty sure. Pretty certain that people turn it up. Work in the oil field to make it or pyros. Dude, I. That's why I got into welding. <laughs> I lit more than one tank up. Pull that door down the rest of the way if you could, Cody. God damn it, Brandon. No, you're good. Fucking yell at me. I didn't do it. Sack of shit. This is going to get colder and colder, too. I got some other propane heaters we'll be setting up. I dig your little man cave. You like it? I really like that. You like my three wheelers? Fuck yeah. How many times do you fuck yourself up on one of them? A lot. A lot. Never in a house. Somebody. Not Somebody once, posted uh, this week. Uh, it was actually Jason Osler tagged me on uh, selling these things. Some oh. guy in Roosevelt's looking for them, and I was like, I'm not getting rid of those sons of bitches. I wish I had a few. All, rea- all reality, if somebody comes up with thirty grand to buy that, you should sell that. Dude, they're going for four grand. I paid four hundred bucks for that. Yeah, if somebody, two years ago. Like I said, if somebody comes up with thirty, shape too. Yeah, I got it in uh, Clearfield. Yeah, this guy's like, I don't ride it, dude. The kids don't even like it. They got goat heads in the tires, and it's got a clutch. And I was like, okay, it had a flat tire. Put some air in it. I replaced the clutch on it. Yeah. That's the only thing I've done on that. Well, and I rebuilt the front shocks because I went elk hunting on them, and you figure thirty-five years the seals were getting bad in it. No, so I I rebuilt the shocks on it. But the other one I owned as a kid, Hell ten yeah. years old, I got that one. So I just rebuilt it and it still runs, Dude, still engine. That's back in the day when Hondas kicked ass. And I'll tell you what, if I buy a side by side, I'll buy a Honda. I know everybody's into. Uh, the okay, Rangers man. and the Polaris. Yeah. But I'll go to Honda because that reputation right there. See, and we, we went to the haunted house, there, the haunted hotel there in Vernal last night. Yeah. So the kids went up to my father-in-law's house. And he always lets uh, lets my boy ride the four-wheeler just by himself. He's good to go. Uh-huh. Oh, you got that fucker stuck. Aside from, <laughs> aside from getting it stuck at 10 o'clock last night when... You should have been in bed. He come back in, got the four wheeler back around, and father in law came out and said, "JJ, it's time to park it. Time to park the, time to park the four wheeler." My son said, "One more donut." Father in law said, "All right, yeah, one more donut." He's a kid. Got to ride this four wheeler. Father in law comes out and. <laughs> My son had cracked me up. He brought his dirt bike chest protector and his, his <laughs> helmet and everything ready to roll. My father-in-law comes out. Ten minutes later, maybe, acknowledged that the four-wheeler had been idling for a minute. Yeah. Walked outside, and JJ's laying next to the four-wheeler. He was doing donuts and just flew off of it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember doing That's donuts, <laughs> running over both back legs on that three-wheeler. Yeah. <laughs> you can't get out, man. Yeah. <laughs> you're pinned. You're pinned. <laughs> that sucker's got you straddled over the seat. You're like, oh, my good hell. Somebody help me. So, like, I hadn't rent, rode a, a three-wheeler for fucking years, dude. And I was, like, 25. My little brother got yeah. his three-wheeler. I've been used to four-wheelers. Yeah. So, I take this fucker off this sweet jump, right? And immediately fucking <laughs> boom. Because I, on a four-wheeler, fuck, you really don't have to lean. It kind of just... Oh, you gotta you gotta know how to ride these. They're almost like riding a motorcycle. Yeah, well, like I said, I hadn't rode one forever. Yeah, about 
fucking died, dude. <laughs> my sister, the first time she ever got one on one, my uncle was driving. It was a 250R. And she had flip flops on. Yeah. And she put her feet down. Oh. And he ran them over on. Uh, they were on the asphalt too. Ooh. She ended up in the hospital, and so it was a big to do about learning how to ride one of these the right way. My parents taught me, and and so I don't know any better. When I get on a four wheeler, it feels just different compared to riding a three wheeler. Three wheeler is just fun. Oh yeah. What do you got going on over there? Dad texted me a video of the blues. Gym. My baby cooks so good, yeah. <laughs> Old Cody on, on gu- guitar there. There's no copyright on this either. We're good to go. Sounds like a bunch of drunk hillbillies to me. Yeah. Do you want to know what it was? It sounds like a good time. It happened to be a bunch of drunk hillbillies having a good time. <laughs> I was actually relatively sober by the time I got on stage, which is kind of a new thing for me. But <laughs> No, Dad just texted me that video. So check this out. I didn't even know he took video. He, you know, he's feeling a little bit guilty he's not on the podcast. He's got to put his two cents in. Most... No, he's pissed as hell. We we don't have the program to get phone calls in. And It'll come. Let's let's <laughs> wait till the first of the year. I've got as soon as bonuses start rolling in. Yeah, <laughs> the bonuses roll around, and then uh, I'll be back from Mexico. Oh. <laughs> which yeah. part? Which part of Mexico are you going this time? Yucatan. Yucatan. Yeah. Nice. Yucatan. You've, you've been there a couple of times now, haven't no. you? No. You've never been to Yucatan? No, I haven't been to Yucatan. Um, that's where... Is t- everyone going or Tulum, is it just you and wife? Just uh, wife and I. Nice. Yeah. Be hanging from the rafters. Make, yeah. Making make animal noise. Well, it's a, <laughs> it's a tour. Oh, is it? We, we, yeah, we always use uh, Brent's tours when we go on some of these excursions because he's been doing it for 35, 40 years nice you know and and when you get going to places he has connections and you get in the areas and he's like eat here eat do this and that and it doesn't cost a goddamn thing when it comes down to it. it's and you see the country i like it i, I really do but we're, we go on the archaeological archaeology archaeological yeah tour. i can't say that shit right now <laughs> i've had too many beers <laughs> yeah where you get to go see all the the pyramids and shit like that. Yeah, I do all there. that the shit. Ruins. I call them pyramids, but... Nah. My thing The is, Mayans. I'm confused on ruins. I really am. It seems like every country you go to, there's a ruin that you have to check out. Yeah. Alright, well, these people had this really cool thing going on. And somebody moved in and fucked all of them up. Yeah. And now we got to celebrate it. It's like when I moved to the basin and everybody says, Oh, yeah. Those old Indian cabins down on the river bottom. Yeah. They're not they're not Native American cabins. Mm-mm. They're old homestead cabins. Mm-hmm. We ended up giving the land to them. Utes yeah. lived in Wikiups. And, and then, it be, then it became um, a yeah. Native 
trophy or statue or monument or whatever you feel like calling it. Oh, that big fire. That Actually, that picture that's on my You in the Basement podcast thing, yeah. that cabin lost it last uh, spring. Oh, fuck. That cabin is part of my childhood. You know, growing up down there, I'd drive past there and why I'm working and I took some pictures and I was like, so it meant something to me when it was gone. It had a sluice box in it. They were trying to mine gold out of the Duchesne River. <laughs> is that down on the other side of Leland Bench? Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's where I grew up. So, I mean. See, we got property on the other side of the bird refuge. Oh, okay. You know where the bus is at? Uh-huh. That's ours. Okay. We used to own that whole hayfield and everything. That's where you used to just be cottonwoods. Fucking fishing hole uh-huh. that I don't dare go to. I'll be damned. Yeah, we, uh, my family actually fucking was the last, that was the last homestead in the state of Utah. Okay. Great grandpa drove a fucking, his old bus down there, parked it, homesteaded it. That's cool shit. Yeah. Well, I got that other buddy of mine, uh, wrestled with him in school. He does all the wildfires and shit out, out in this area. Yeah. And, uh. Aaron Daniels, you remember AD? Yeah, he's my cousin. Oh, well. I'm a Daniels too, bud. You know, you're a Harmston that happens to be inbred and related to everybody else. Whatever. Most of you are. Brian? <laughs> do you, yeah. Are you related to Brian too? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, all the Daniels is. Um, I mountain biked to Brian. Your, I worked with his side, son right? too. Yeah, my granddad. My, yeah. my grandpa on my mom's side. Makes sense. And he's brown. Yeah. He's, he's, he looks native a but, lot. But when those wildfires that started with thinking about AD coming on, but when you mentioned the wildfires, they were out there all through the coke field out there in uh, Old El Paso territory, yeah. all that shit. When that wildfire popped up, all those firefighters were scared shitless because all the meth lab trailers were exploding. Oh, yeah. And all the ammo I, that they I work, had in it was just blown I work up. with a firefighter from there. Yeah, the, the firefighters were dodging bullets yeah. and shit um, like that. So I got a buddy that worked with these two hands from Weatherford. And they were out there working on a triplex. Mm-hmm. And they heard gunshots. And then they heard ting, ting, ting. Some fuckers were shooting at them. Some, huh. some tweaker out there in the coke field was shooting at them. Getting cold or hot? <laughs> you can't decide? Go through menopause, Cody? I am. Something like that. <laughs> Somewhere between alcoholism and climatization. Oh! Those are big words I should have saved for the microphone. Damn it. Yes. I'm pretty sure they heard you. Yeah, somewhere in there. <laughs> <laughs> no, it hasn't been too many uh, podcasts that we haven't been able to clean up. <laughs> yeah, you, you, damn, you're pretty good at editing at this point. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, there's been a, a few that I have only had to click for two seconds. and But, you know, this editing thing is like the next morning, you're like, shit. I can't believe we said that last night. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a good drunk comes on, and then the next morning you're like, God, I'm guilty. What the hell did I do? 
Well, Brandon, uh, the, it was the one Wednesday. I don't even remember what episode it was. It was the first one Brandon listened to. Oh, about the dildos at the fucking... Yeah, it was, it the... was with Osler. It was with Jason. Oh, J- J.D. Osler. It was yeah. uh, <laughs> about gifts, gags, and gimmicks. Yeah. He one t- of you guys said, yeah, we used to sell dildos there. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, he just sent me a text that said gifts, gags, and gimmicks with a laughing emoji. I got that. <laughs> I get up too, and I was okay. like, I don't even know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm at oblivion here. And then I explained to Brandon a little bit later. After these podcasts, it's kind of a listen back and find out moment <laughs> for all of us. I was like, can you give me a number of what what time it was so I have an idea? Because they're starting to blend together. And I mean, it's only 23 episodes right now. It's actually 22, but I, I'll record one during the week and then add it before this one comes out. Yeah. So, but, so it kind of leapfrogs. We do all the evens and I do the odds. What, uh, what made you decide to do this? Uh, well, just always had a fascination with radio DJs, but they don't make any money, which we don't make any money either. Yeah. But we make less. Yeah, we make (laughs) less. No, I, I don't know why I wanted to start expressing myself, but I was kind of talked into it with other local podcasts i was put on the other side of the beehive episode 114 and angel i don't know if, don't know if i've ever listened to that one he knows angel he's he's, he's okay met, he's met angel a couple of times have you angel cervera he's, he's a track track hole track hole operator for um i can't say his company company number yeah. one but he uh, worked the road construction out here that's uh-huh. doing the gas line. He he did a, a lot of drumming in Utah. He's oh, yeah, yeah. He, he was a drummer. with a bunch of different bands. Okay. Yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. Uh, Spanish dude with dreads. Yeah. Okay, uh, yeah. Yeah, he met Angel. So he time, started a sure. uh, podcast like two years ago called The Other Side of the Beehive, him and Justin Simmons. And they uh, were out here and I... Once I started listening to them from another radio station, they had like a clip they played. And I was like, well, hell, I'm going to listen to it. And I don't listen to podcasts. And I was like, well, shit. I'm going to listen to this. And I started laughing and it was just blue collar talk, no politics. And the shit that they were talking about, I related to because they were just Joe Schmoes like us. Yeah. And I was like, well, shit, we better do something here in the basin, you know. And I didn't want to do it and didn't want to do it. And they're like, you should do it. Just get out there and try it. And I was like, well, I'm afraid. And eventually I had enough beers in me with some liquid courage that I recorded a podcast. And I was like, well, I accidentally edited it and put it out last night. So here we are. (laughs) (laughs) Right on. Did you ever listen to Corpse Cast? Yeah. I used to listen to Corpse Cast. You ever heard that? Uh, they're, I heard they're, of it. They're they're actually the, it's finished and it's editing, but they're gonna uh, Shane and uh, Mike are recording our disclaimer. You remember off the first Left to Right album? Yeah, they're gonna do our foul language disclaimer for perfect, this show. perfect. Yeah, this is just basically to let people express themselves. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Whether people like it or not, it could be a journal for me. It could be a journal for Cody. Maybe later in life when I'm dead. Yeah. You know, you never know that the kids might like, God damn, my dad at least went out there and tried that. Yeah. You know, 
And they might listen back and go, "This son of a bitch was fucking crazy." He's crazy. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I'll be I'll be honest with you. You know, I I go to work every day and I come home a bitch to my wife all the time. And, Who doesn't though? Yeah, well, since I've been doing this, I don't even care. I can come out here, and I'm not actually not bitching about what I'm doing at work on here. But for some reason, it just gets that energy out that it's like, okay, Vents it all out. Yeah, I'm. All right. Well, I got something else to worry about instead of work. Yeah. <laughs> Why did I say that? God damn it. Well, that's that's I, th- I think Felicia asked me earlier. She's like, "So what are you guys talking about tonight?" I'm like, "We don't know." She's like, "Well, going into it blind." She said, "Well, doesn't Quinn have topics?" I'm like, "No." She's like, do "Sometimes." You have, do you have anything you want to ask Brandon today? I have no. I have one thing <laughs> that I wrote down. <laughs> and I don't think it's even relative to what we're even talking about tonight. And and I usually, uh, you know, put a list together. Yeah. But it's stuff that I've already talked about. And What about that Brian Lautner dude? Oh, yeah. Bri- laundry. Laundry. Whatever the dude, hell his name so, is. So, yeah. And I bring this up. They're like, oh, on the... He's not dead. He's not... He's not dead. No. They find the, the, the records didn't even. Florida's a weird. Florida's a weird place. It could make. There's a lot of creatures that could make a skeleton really fast. Yeah. I don't think he's dead. Like, I, I don't Big think that's the, his Anaconda. teeth didn't match. Dental records did not match. Seeing I, I like I'm. That fucker's hiding out in Mexico or something. Seeing I'm Puerto I'm, Rico, something right there. He's so close, Florida. You could. Catch a boat ride somewhere. Yeah, you could fucking swim across damn near. Yeah, you catch a boat ride somewhere. See, and I'm indecisive on whether... And then get there, then there, and then you're in Cuba, and you're like, no they don't like us anyway, bitch. so... No extradition here. Yeah. I'm indecisive on if this is a good thing to talk, talk about, because what he did was terrible. What he did horrible. was different. Horrible. I hope they find him and string him it's, from the highest I, tree I, ever. I, I do, but I don't. He's going to be dead when they do find him. But at the same time, it somebody needs to be bringing awareness to toxic relationships are both ends. I watched the body camera footage from when they pulled them Moab. over in Moab. I watched all yeah. of that. He, She was beating the shit out of him, and he was swerving all over the road trying to pull over to the cop. It was a toxic relationship. Those guys lost their jobs, guaranteed. Ends. Yeah, yeah, they don't have jobs. But it they, was a, they were supposed to haul them in. And in, in a peace officer's point of view, you're in a national park. People are on vacation. These guys are well, they, fighting. They, let's let's settle out. You separate for the night. You yeah, separate. Yeah. But then again, if we throw somebody in jail and make them have to come back for the revenue yeah. money, what it's not going to happen. Then? Yeah. So... Let's try to settle it out here. They tried to be the judge right there on the street. Mm-hmm. And they made the wrong ju- judgment. So the guy screwed up and he was just trying to be a decent guy. They, they, even the cops made good judgment. Mm-hmm. They put they literally put him in a hotel for the night and said, you got the camper for the night, the van or whatever it is. That's It's all you. Calm down. Which I guess is a badass van. I was listening to Justin Simmons on oh, the other side of the beehive. Sweet, dude. Dude, the van that they set up has... All these power options that you, yeah, you plug in, and, oh, yeah, it's badass! Like, I want one. 
but they're also about 120 grand. The Mercedes ones? Yeah, they, they're yeah. insane. That's what I want to retire with. <laughs> Hell with the housing. No, every time I drive... As long up, as I got a shitter and a goddamn stove, we're good. Every time I go up towards Flaming Gorge, there's some assholes in one of those fucking things that think they need first gear and four low to get down Flaming Gorge in July. Yeah. And they're just going slow and about to get ran the fuck over if they're not careful. <laughs> My great uncle's got a great big fucking Winnebago, dude. The big old tandem axle fucking Winnebago. Yeah. That thing is huge. But he's retired. They just, they live in St. George and shit. Go wherever that is. It's badass, dude. I want one. One of these days. One of these days. (laughs) I had a Mexican guy that used to work with me. One of these days, Mamon. I was like, (laughs) what's that mean? Just one of these days, my mom, he called me a little cocksucker is what he was calling me. Oh, yeah. In Spanish. <laughs> one of these days, cocksucker. I was like, oh, thank you, thank you. One of these days, my mom. Cocksucker, I tell you. I tell you, cocksucker. One of the greatest guys that ever taught me anything. I don't you guys know ever watched uh, Letter Kenny? Yes. You like that show? Oh, yeah. I fucking love that show. I haven't got to be fair. What is it? To be fair. Yeah. <laughs> To be fair, in L.I. These Canadian rednecks, dude. Dude, you haven't watched Letterkenny? No. You gotta watch Letterkenny. It's oh, dude, it, it's the it's the basin in Canada. Yes. What, what is it like? <laughs> yes. Soccer what? To be fair. No, it's a Netflix series. Oh, geez. No, it's actually on Hulu. Is it Hulu? Yeah. Yeah, let me snatch one of them, Quinn. Thanks, sir. Yeah, Thanks, that sir. Way you Oh my God, I'm not caring anymore. Yeah, it's, it's picking you up. I know, I know. To I'm be fair, I love that show. I have never seen it. You'd laugh your ass off. And then about five seasons in, you'll be, bored. You'll be like, oh, i got to do something else for a while. Well, Shark Tank released their new episode, their new season, so I'm about booked up for a minute. And then Yellowstone's going to come out in a you week. You keep saying that. You keep you keep talking about Yellowstone. Yellowstone comes out on the seventh, November seventh. Nice. Ozark comes out first of the year. The fuck is Ozark? There you go. It's about them hillbillies, man. That's good shit. There. That's the. You watch Ozark too? No, I've watched a little bit of it. Dude, that is a good series. It really I, is. I really didn't ever get into it. I think I watched like thirty minutes of the first episode, and then actually started watching Yellowstone. So, it's about a guy that launders money through his taxes. Ends up laundering money for the Mexican cartel in Ozarks, Missouri. Yeah. Because they can open a casino there. Yeah. It was homeboy shooting shooting the director is what we were... Oh, Alec Baldwin. Mr. Alec fucking Baldwin. So, uh, fucking. so, I got mixed, mixed thoughts about this, and I talked to enough both sides of the spectrum, let's just say. and He's not at fault in the slightest. But is he? I don't think he but is. But the thing is, this okay, is fucking irony at its best. I think people are just <laughs> trying to make it bigger. Fucking, yeah. We won't go there. But yeah. The gun. And hanging. then he fucking kills somebody. Yes. 
It's in the which most Alec Baldwin thing that ever happened. Oh yeah, Alec but who Baldwin? puts Baldwin? Eric and I, I just watched him on TikTok, dude. The guy is like completely lost. He's a disaster. He's a disaster. Yeah. You're like, how do you even act when you sit there and do a TikTok and nobody can even understand you? And you're like, are you high? Are you drunk? Or what the hell? But he <laughs> he pulled the trigger on this deal. I mean, completely not even in in uh, so, acting. He pulls it on his. Uh, cinematographer. That's a yeah. little, little big word, and I That's said it right. Good <laughs> <laughs> Impressive. <Proud of> <laughs> Thanks. But yeah, so he My he points know. at her, and shoots her, and they weren't even filming at the time. And what? you're going, who's liable putting live rounds in his gun and was muzzle it, control? Was it a live round? It was. Yeah, it, and I've well, heard foos. No, what what ended up happening? I heard the wadding hit him, and I was like, "It's a single shot revolver." A wadding. There's no wadding. There's a fucking wadding and a muzzleloader. See, what what they shotgun uh, two. Yeah, yeah. What what ended up? What my understanding of it is, is in between takes and everything like that, they were doing target practice, and the actors were fucking around with all these vintage guns. Oh, it's an old western. It is an old western, though, but New the, Mexico. The prop uh, union is taking a stand now because all of the props people, professional prop people, uh, they they were protesting. Because there should have been a protocol. Well, they had to drive an hour from Albuquerque. To I kind of like what he said, muzzle control. Why the fuck were you pointing at yeah. somebody anyway? Well, that jumps well, I've always been taught the gun's loaded, yeah, even it, if it, it ain't. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you're... Uh, a credible actor, and he's been out and shot guns before. Yeah. Guaranteed. Oh, the yeah. guy's got money. He's done things. Oh, I bet he did he the bear. He did all, all these other shows. Yeah. He, he has shot guns. He's been in the yeah. Old West and everything. He knew better. Than he this. knew better than, but they hand you a prop gun. But there should have been a protocol. At work, I can't shit without filling out a GSA. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, so was it a blank? No, no, no. But it, it had an actual it had blanks way. in it. That's what, but there was that, a live round in there. That's well, what that's what they were doing. Is uh, they used those guns? They who were put fu- the bullet in it? You know, they were they were fucking around with the guns on day on days off outside of filming. They were just playing with them. You know, it's cool old guns. It's fun to play with. But the prop union was protesting, so everybody in the props department on the film went on protest. So they went and hired people from town that knew about guns. To come and take care of this, uh, moot this filming, because it was going to take place. Fuck the prop union, we're not doing that. And they hand him a gun, and they said it's a it's a clear gun, clean gun, green gun, whatever the fuck they refer to it as. So he's in the understanding that this is a clean gun. Uh, he's over but it too. Muzzle control says I'm not pointing a fucking gun at you. <laughs> well, me personally, picking up a gun because I'm around him, been around him my whole life. Yeah. I I'm gonna open the action. I'm gonna yeah, drop I'm the magazine yeah. out of it and like we are all right, okay. I'm, such, so I'm not. Yeah, it's just a feel. I'm so. so anal about shit like that. Oh, you're my damn son, right. My son, he knows to check the fucking chamber before or like right after right. he takes it out of the fucking gun case. He I'm knows serious about it. shit. Fuck like yeah, that. dude. Absolutely, one hundred ten percent. Is this not the most Alec Baldwin thing that ever happened? To anyone, Eric let alone Berwin. Eric Baldwin. Eric <laughs> <laughs> it, it really... I, 
I don't know. I guess if you call your he's always been a fucking asshole and all that. Pig. He he is. That's the character he portrays. Yeah. Well, his mantra in person is a pile of shit. Comedy Central does not hit you up to do a roast about you if you're a decent fucking human. Yeah. They don't do that. There's not a roast of Alec Baldwin for no fucking reason. There's yeah. not a roast of Justin Bieber. I think he's hateful. There's damn sure I really not. do. Charlie Sheen has a roast. Yeah. They don't hit you up because you're a good person. Yeah. I've always thought Alec Baldwin was a fucking piece of shit. And I really uh, I've movies. never liked his characters, but like my mom was totally into him because she's the same age as him. Yeah. But then there's he's got little brothers too. Yeah. But I think one of them's dead. He was in Footloose. Now, my my guess of by the weapon. No, it was uh the, the cowboy that was always with Kevin Bacon in that. I think he was a bald one. Really, I can't. Could remember. be wrong. Could be wrong. Fact checked us. Get us. Get a hold of us on our Facebook. On yeah, Hasht- blame it on Cody. Hashtag the fuck Cody knows. The fuck Cody knows. Facebook's all over that shit. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll definitely get caught up. And that's what's nice about these podcasts is if somebody is listening, they do call us out on our shit. Right. <laughs> Apparently, Corn didn't kick their bass player out. They just sent him into rehab. That Ooh. that was the initial OG. The fuck Cody knows. Oh yeah. Cody we have lied. been invited to the Cody fights. Cody lies about things. We haven't been invited to the fights. Which fights? December 11th at the bar named Sue in Salt Lake. Right, I'll be there. The other I, podcasters I like the are going to be there. I like the bar named Sue. We might have to make a plan. We'll see if we can make it to the big Wasatch front. Man, I just don't know if I have time for those kind of that, travels. That, that last... <laughs> that, this guy's been off for a month. <laughs> The last fights I went to was here in Vernal, and it was uh, Billy Daniels was fighting, of course, as the only. Yeah, I went to that one. But Stratinger, yeah, Luke, uh, Sergeant or whatever his position is, Luke Stratinger. Well, Bad these are, these are Stratinger. Yep, I had I was hell bent. I'm like Stratinger's gonna fuck this dude up, and this guy come out looking like a sumo wrestler out of Ogden. These uh, these fights are on no. TV. No. No, Luke, uh, Luke fought him in, you know, fighting yeah. style. He put technique behind it and was fighting really good. And he caught one punch from that 300-pound Hispanic, and it was just done. Yeah, Luke, he, he wasn't asleep, but as soon as that right hook came about, it was like, yeah, you got caught. Yeah, these uh, fights are on TV. It's just a pod immunity. I can't. I can't imagine Luke getting his ass kicked by anybody. It was it was weird. It was like watching watching your dad get punched. Like See, I went happened. to school and his dad was the wrestling coach, and then his daughter Liberty. I think she's a cop in Vernal now. Is she? Yeah, she also wrestled too. Um, and then Spencer welded with him, brother-in-law. All kinds of shit on pipelines with him. Jesus. Yeah. No, I've, I've, I've always liked Luke. Shit, Luke let all of us off on a bunch of times. Yeah, he let us off. That That's when I was just telling you about getting pulled over at the bar. We get pulled over at the bar and my buddy would say, Hey, is your dad old Kirk Stradinger? And he's like, Yeah. How many beers have you had? 
<laughs> Five, I'll follow you home. <laughs> Old school. Yeah. Yes. You didn't get the shit, but you had to know somebody. Yeah. That was the bad thing. Well, yeah. that's, uh, I always got busted. Yeah, that ain't going to go over. I tried it. I actually, he followed me over like two weeks after that. And I was like, oh, is your dad Kirk Shatt? Yeah, a lot of people have been saying that lately. And I was like, oh, I just thought you'd, you know. I was I just curious who your yeah. dad is. That's all. <laughs> I'm pretty fortunate. I never really spent any time in jail except for in a drunk tank. Uh, I did too. One night. It. One night. And I don't want to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's I was 18. It was my 18th birthday. Coming yeah. home from one of them <laughs> nice res parties. <laughs> I was 21. I was 21 and I was coming home from a company party in Spanish Oaks, Spanish Fork. Yeah. I was trying to make it the Bamberger turn off. The old Emma Parker Road. Yeah. Yeah. Make them a park your golden. Fire. I got. I had a mile left. <laughs> Memorial weekend. Somebody called you and you were swerving back and forth doing this. You should have heard them. Oh, well, I want a blood test. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up at two o'clock in the morning, picking me up, and uh, yeah. Beep! Mama picking you up. <laughs> yeah. I, that's no problem there. <laughs> that's easy. Easy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that was not fun. And I did uh, 80 hours of community service on the Hill Forest Service. Really? They offered me a job. Why didn't you take Seven fifty an hour. I should have. Thinking of it. I was making like $18 an hour at the time. Oh. And seven fifty an hour, you're like, oh, I'm sorry. Thanks. You know, and you, but... Man, I'd be retired down there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'd be dumb by now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, if I have to edit that, I'm going to have to go back to it there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yes. No, I didn't try to bring up family names. They don't want my, their names on the the podcast. Families and companies. We try to avoid those. Yeah, but swear words and shit. Damn fuck and pussy and hell <laughs> worst case worst case scenario. we can talk about it all except <laughs> names worst case scenario is two of our 10 listeners hit me up to wear a fucking shot collar because i say fuck too often yeah <laughs> i wanted to you want to wear the shot collar? no i wanted to, to fucking hold the remote if you won't need a beat button we won't need a beat button it'll be like oh my good hell (laughs) (laughs) he's out again he's out again like oh cody said the again (laughs) zap his ass it's not that bad cody looked at me wrong it's not that bad the more i think about it it's it's really not that bad yeah i do okay we're uh a podcast and anything goes on those things and then we're in the basin yeah so what (laughs) You know, we haven't got to smoke weed with Elon Musk. If we can get Elon Musk here, I'm definitely gonna smoke. I'm smoking weed with Elon Musk. I haven't had a had a piss test in like six months, but I would definitely risk. Yeah, I'll risk (laughs) risk a drug test. Blame him; he'll cover the salary for me to find another job. Fuck that! I don't think I've smoked pot in twenty years. It's been a minute for me. Man, you're stone cold then, huh? Caffeine and Caffeine nicotine? and nicotine, bud. That's what you're on? Hell yes. I don't know which one's worse of the two either. Oh. 
Everything's going to kill us. One of these days, yeah. Yeah. When? <laughs> when? Fucking Cody. When? Or are you thinking you're going to go somewhere else? No. No, I just... We need to get the band back together. Do we? Yeah. You, John, and Ringo? You do it in the road? Oh, no. Metal. He don't, he don't want to play drums, though. I don't want to play drums I don't want to play metal. metal. Or punk rock. I don't want to play punk John rock I'm just on those three. That's why we're podcasting, Cody. I know. I'm doing pretty okay with this whole podcast thing. This is a, a different opportunity. This is, gets you to... I couldn't play the goddamn guitar to save myself, but I could play the saxophone. Oh, yeah. I tried playing the guitar. I sat down and, and uh, the fingers podcast. are just not there, but I can weld. It's like, you're fucking <laughs> stupid, huh? Do right. this! <laughs> All right, podcast, it's locked in. At some point throughout this cold, frigid, miserable-ass winter we're in store for, we're going to hear Quinn play... Uh, saxophone. Saxophone. The saxophone? Yep. The saxophone? you got to dress like the Sasquatch. Dude, if I dress anything, it'll be like the guy out of Lost Boys. That'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck no. So cool. No, I can't be here with Dude. you. That'd be in the sexy that fucking back in the day, we'd get all blazed out and fucking we'd watch fucking Lost Boys. And one time, Kool Aid sitting there, dude, and he's all, and that the fucking saxophone player came on and he's like. That is the coolest motherfucker I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> That's a guy he probably stole my fucking thunder, man. He probably didn't man. even play the saxophone in the show. It probably wasn't even him. It was probably just dubbed in. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> yeah. Got a chain. He's got a chain around his Dude, neck. Dude, he was, man. He's, He's like, badass. stole my thunder, bro. <laughs> he fucking did that to me again the first time we ever ate shrooms. <laughs> so we sobered <laughs> We, we sobered up, right? And his neighbor fucking rolls up on his Harley, bro. And when you come down off of mushrooms, you're like just in the coolest fucking mood ever. Like you, nothing is gonna bug you. You like it's the coolest feeling ever. Anyway, this dude rolls up on his fucking Harley. And Kelly's just standing there looking at him. Looks back at us. He's like. That dude just stole my fucking thunder. <laughs> he walks into his house and do you remember that fucking dicky shirt he had with the fucking leopard print collar yeah, on yeah, it? Yeah, I do. <laughs> and it has no sleeves on it and he walks out in his fucking shirt and he's got his hair slicked back. <laughs> Am I as cool as him now? <laughs> no, Kool-Aid. <laughs> no, nah, bro. He's like, that's fucked up. <laughs> Uh, the story don't do it justice. You hadn't been there. This is the fucking funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. Remember, Officer McKenna. Fuck that guy. He put my head in the wall one time. You did something to deserve this. I was skateboarding. Yeah, but it was the running and running of your mouth that he didn't like. I did probably. How many times, on an estimation, did he try to take your skateboard? He took my skateboard every fucking time he pulled me over. And I lost count. <laughs> I used to ride the school bus through Mighton with those guys. Yeah, with the then he was a pumper for uh, our company. Officer mm. McKenna? Yeah. I remember yeah. when he switched to being a pumper, I spotted him out on locations. Hey. Wasn't long. Is he still a cop? I don't know. I've seen him around forever. A lot of those guys get into uh, 
parole officers after they can't yeah. make it as a cop or some mentally screws with them. They love taking skateboards. That's Dude, this is totally not time. my thing. Who wants to sit there and govern people? Well, like, we were kids. Like, you're just yeah. the kid's skateboard. Let alone, let's be realistic, taking the Harmston skateboard. He's got five more at home. We will have another skateboard here. The no, because mine were always fucking broke, dude. You did break the shit out of boards. That's I dude, pissed. I used to crack trucks all the time. Mm-hmm. I'd get pissed and just stomp them. <laughs> I ran them over to the car. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, every one of them fucking cops when we were kids were dicks, man. They always have been here in the basin. Like... I don't know what it is. It was like let's stop the gang violence before it starts. Yeah, like well, I remember. I remember your grandma bought your cousin that Libtech when we were kids. It's, yeah, it's a, a three ply fiberglass skateboard. Yep, it was a piece of shit. I loved them. I, I, I still them. love them. Zorlac. They're supposed to be Those are the indestructible. Shit, but his cousin would get pissed off every time he'd wreck and go to break the board and stuff like that. And his he cousin, could not break. That his cousin tank. was a year older than me, but even smaller than me. He's he's still just a small guy, but he uh, he'd go to break them and he would lose his ass. I'm pretty sure your grandma ran over the boards one day and they just formed back up and everything was fine. And yeah, dude, you couldn't break those fucking. I love them things, man. You could not break them. My favorite board was my Santa Cruz Slick. It had yeah. the fucking police car on the back, yeah. on the bottom. It says skateboarding is not a crime. That was the baddest fucking board I Santa ever Santa Cruz owned. had good boards. They're all really a, a basic board. But back in the 90s, Zorlak had the concaves. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, shit, the tail would come up and the front would come up and you, you just do so many tricks with it and have well, a good time they discontinued them though that uh that santa cruz you remember did you guys ever skate in vernal no we there wasn't shit here hell i grew up on a sheet of plywood yeah. skating. so like we'd <laughs> go to vernal <laughs> we'd go to vernal in the middle school over there at the time had this great big fucking eight stair uh-huh. and there was only a few of us in that in the basin that could hit this fucking thing, right? Oton just showed up and did that varial heel <clears throat> in the middle of the clinic and left. The only thing that I ever threw over it was a kickflip. But that Santa Cruz board, I did everything yeah. on that board. It was fucking amazing. Dude, I love Santa Cruz shit. I had a Santa Cruz street creep. Yeah. Yeah, growing up. That was a fun board. You guys always rode like Bone Swiss and shit too, huh? Yes. Yep. I'm still. I'm glad they still make those. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Slime balls. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, they. Uh, it was uh, Basin Saw and Cycle. They were doing that clinic there at the Vernal Junior High. Yeah. I remember. I, shit, I was a pretty little kid, but they called it a clinic. It was just the better of the skaters in town went and did a little show at the eight stair there and at the junior high but we were all sitting there skating it and everything like that and putting on a clinic i guess and then oton he hadn't done a single trick all day just hadn't even attempted it he just showed up did a varial hill flip down the eight stairs landed it perfect and left Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
<laughs> he used to fucking. He didn't run. stick around and get kudos. He just left. He used to run with me and Kool Aid all the time. Like we'd just be skating, and he'd show up, and he'd just fucking stay with us the rest of the day. Oton was badass. When I was a teenager, they put a half pipe up in Davis Jubilee. Yeah. Off the side there, and they brought a couple of local pros in. They could ride. They could ride the vert pretty good. And I remember tried dropping in that son of a bitch. And it probably was 10 foot tall. I mean, it was a huge pipe. But I ate shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still not dropping in on 10 foot. <laughs> and I learned, I learned how to ride after that. But <clears throat> my kids, Mighton puts up their little skate park. It's not there anymore. But they uh, they put in these ramps down there. It's mm-hmm. similar to the what. Roosevelt yeah, that was a fun part. Yeah, I actually had a lot of fun at the, the skate park. It was fun. It was the kids are sitting there at the top of the ramp, and they're like, "I was like, my dad show you guys how to do this. Grab the board and get ready to drop in." And I ate shit. The <laughs> skateboards had changed so much; the bearings have. They're, <laughs> they're so much looser than. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Ooh!" Hit the ground and everything, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'll never do that again." <laughs> My skating days are over. <laughs> I remember when Vernal brought their park, and that was a good summer. Fuck, Damn, that dude. was a good summer. We were there like every day. His mom actually, my mom worked. She in, would fucking take us over there, and we'd skate. She worked in Vernal as long as nobody was late. To was it Kellen's house? I think so. Yeah, it was, it was Kool Aid's house. As long as everybody was there. We would pile up into the trunk and stacked on the back seats to go to Vernal w- yeah. to work with her. And then we would skate, clear the hell from... It was Ponderosa Feed and Tack is where she worked. Oh, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Right across the street from the I haven't the heard that for theater. a long time. Is that still alive? No, it's, okay. it's not no more. But it's right across the street from the movie theater in Vernal. And we would skate, clear the hell down. And the skate down, that had to have been the hottest summer on record, too. I remember having swamp ass a lot. It was regular. <laughs> it was swamp. Yep. We would we would burn through twelve gallons of water in a day just to go. We'd sit at the skate park all day, but after skating all day, the skate back, and you don't notice that Vernal's downhill yeah. until you're on a damn skateboard <laughs> trying to get clear the hell back to Ponderosa. Yeah, I'd imagine. None of us even felt like skating. It was just a long, uphill, shitty that was, walk. That was like the whole summer thing, though, dude. Like, I think that was like 2013. No. Fuck uh, no. 2003, was, 2005. Yeah, no. Yeah, it was like 2001. Yeah, I moved down there. here and I moved down here in like in the 99. I was here in like, yeah, it was like 2000. Yeah, it was about 2001 to 2003, somewhere in there. Every day in the summertime. That's all we did was skate. I loved it. Used to be a good pastime. I I miss those days, but now I'm too old. I got a bad ankle, man. You don't know. Yeah, I got a lot of bad things. (laughs) Kool-Aid talked us into skating a lot last summer. Fuck that, I'm over. It hurts, dude. I fucked myself up the first day. It was, day it was a blast, but, yeah, just hurting the ankle anymore is just not worth it. That and 
I'd rather go out hunting now than I would ride a skateboard. I'll take up fishing. I took up catfishing because he was catching big ones. Yeah, so, that happens. Or so he told me he was catching big ones off the Green River. Now Dude, that I know I have, it's private property and nobody else can fish there. So now I, now we're back on to the, what the podcast is about here. <laughs> I, I haven't caught a good one for quite a while. It's been about 2010. I caught a nice 10-pound cat. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it, and he was fucking tasty. Yeah. Oh, he was good. It was a big, big blue cat. Oh, nice. Yeah, uh, I enjoy catfishing, but I just can't stay up all night. Honestly, I caught him about, it's like 9 o'clock. Yeah. Hot as shit. Yeah, if I could catfish during the day, I'm definitely a day fisherman anymore. That night shit. I like going to bed. There's too many fucking... Mosquitoes. (laughs) There's too many spooky shit out on the river. Yeah. Yeah. I, I always pack when I'm down there because it's well we were it's sitting, a fucking river man it's like a goddamn jungle down there well you know you know where we've been fishing where our fishing spot was this year I think so just right out past the past the bridge you keep going down Chapita Grove there's the two locations off there you pull off there yeah it's like an island we're sitting on an island <clears throat> in the middle of the river and we hear all the coyotes losing their shit mm-hmm Coyotes make Felicia nervous as hell. She don't like that shit. And then the coyotes start yelping. Something's beating the shit out of the coyotes, and the sun is going down. It's like, yeah, let's uh, let's go home. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need to be here no longer. I don't know what's getting the coyotes, but I don't. I try want not to, to get it. too worked up, but I I could see in the dark when you're doing those things, you can get worked up. Um, it, you know, where Josh shot his deer is as remote as remote on the Green River as you can get. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's no roads. Is it down kind of past Lamb stuff? It's further south. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you well, get, yeah, they, they own some, they own bottoms down there too. Yeah. So it, it's, it's, it's out the middle of nowhere land and, um, Nobody's pushed it enough to get going to tour the drive the side by sides and shit down there. Hopefully they won't. <laughs> He's getting her. We're doing her. There you go. You can't even hear that in the podcast, but if you're getting too hot, we can move it. No, it feels good. No, oh, I'm right. No, my vagina gets cold over time. Yeah. Um, Slippery and wet. Yeah, dude, I. I don't know, I just got kind of a bad taste in my mouth for the hunting that goes on around here nowadays. Like That's what this podcast is about, you know, I mean for you to express yourself, you know, I mean it's that's like Okay, so I had my kids with me mm-hmm. and this is kinda of what pissed me off the most about it. I spot these two great big fucking deer. Yeah. It's a general area. Uh-huh. And uh so we go after them. Is what I did is I drive down where I seen them and I parked. I mean, the kids walked down a little ways. And I just, I lobbed a shot at the one. Mm-hmm. And my muzzleloader was off. But anyway, long story short, we went up and around and came back down and got on them again. I pulled up my gun, 
they were gone. They, I was like seriously like ten feet away from them. Yeah. Anyway, I've been trying to get these deer all hunt. There's this fucker from the city, and he followed me everywhere I went. Mm-hmm. He would wait for me to fucking pull up <laughs> on the mountain and follow me. He followed me all fucking day. Well, he seen those two deer. Him and his wife ended up getting. Yeah. You know, just shit like that. Like, yeah. I've been run off the road. People don't. People don't. They don't really have like that respect that we do. Yeah. For each other, you know, as a local, it's getting it's getting worse. Yeah, like I don't like that. I that that's why my focus <clears throat> is on hunting is getting rid of the sport and going back to the harvest. And see, it's never been about the sport for me either. Yeah. None of my family has ever been about the sport. I think if we hunt for sport, it's like pheasants. Yeah. We still eat them. You know what I mean? And and what I mean by the sport is it made people competitive. Let's get bigger horns. Let's get out there. Let's get the better uh, gear. And I'm not going to lie. I spend a lot of goddamn money on camouflage. But when it comes down to it, I'm not competing with anybody. No. When my son shoots a three-point buck, I'm completely content. I'm Fuck happy. Yeah. He's bringing some meat home. That's, he, he's filling yeah. the freezer, and he's supporting him and his fiance. Yeah. And he's happy, and he's proudful for yeah, it. Yeah, dude. That pride right there That's is what, what about. hunting's about. Yeah, that is what it's about, but 110%. It's, it's not about who gets the biggest buck anymore, to me. Um, Last year, I, fuck, I shot a little two-point. Yeah, yeah, that's totally fine. I, I still got some meat in the freezer for him, mm-hmm. you know. Do you like, like, do you like pig? I know you hated the pig when he was alive. I hate that motherfucker. <laughs> you, I know you didn't you, like that. I'm glad you pig. butchered that son of a bitch. I cut that, that pig was creepy, dude. So Kool Aid, our buddy, <laughs> Cody tried to get me to catch the pig. I said, "Fuck that!" Kool Aid caught the pig. And it's just squealing. Oh, yeah. Kool-Aid's got him by the belly like this. Fucking (laughs) carts his ass back over the fucking pen. And you see his teeth. That's the most hideous fucking thing I've ever seen. Oh, man. He bit me a bunch. He bit me a bunch of times. Pigs are mean, but they're also smart. But you you know what? By us treating him like family and all that stuff, because he really was, up until he got butchered, was treated like family. Uh, he broke out of the the big pen that we built in the backyard. Yeah. He broke out of that when we was out of town, of course, naturally. Uh, we come back, and the pig's in the neighbor's yard. It's like, ah, shit, how are we going to deal with this? Yeah. Well, my one neighbor's, uh, they got this big-ass concrete barn that they have. But when they built the barn, they had their pig pen where the barn was. Yeah. So they just cemented around the pig pen. God, I'll bet you can't dig under two feet of concrete. I'll bet you don't go nowhere. Yeah. All right, so we're just going to throw them in there. We threw them in there, and uh, they were feeding him leftovers. We were feeding him leftovers. He was he was eating like a fat rat the whole time he was in there and loved it. So come time to load him up, we're sitting there prepping like, all right, this is going to be a pain in the ass trying to get a pig and a horse trailer. 360 pounds is what he weighed in at. Fucking pot belly pig, my ass. Yeah, he was not a pot belly pig. <laughs> he was massive. 
We're sitting there trying to get him load up, loaded up. We get everything ready. Are we going to need ramps for his big ass? Is he going to be able to step into this fucking thing? How are we going to do this? Uh, we let him out. We get the tunnel ramp ran yeah. up, expecting to run him and have some fun. <sighs> and Felicia jumps in the horse trailer with a crock pot of leftovers and just lets him smell it. And then backs into the horse trailer. And this motherfucker just jumped into the horse trailer. Just nice. in. All he wanted was some leftovers. That's all he wanted. Last meal, bud. Last meal. like, mil. damn, I what almost don't want to kill this fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good dog, man. What an asshole. That'll That's a do damn pig. good dog. That'll damn do, pig. That'll do, pig. That'll do, little pig. That'll do. Yeah, but back on the hunting, it just... It's totally different from when we were kids. It is. You could seriously just drive down the fucking road, harvest your animal, get it home, get it butchered, whatever. Yeah. And it it wasn't this whole month-long fucking ordeal like it is now. Or you got to have horses, or you got to hike oh, yeah. your ass it's off. It's glamour. It's all glamour. You know what I mean? Got to have the fancy side-by-side. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Well, fuck, even then you can't get into most of the spots where the elk are. The elk is totally uh, mismanaged. Yes. The deer and elk are all on private. They're all on tribal. Yes. it's They're not on the BLM and state lands and, and forest service lands. It's very hard, and I, I'm going to be one of those people that say... I hike a lot. Oh, yeah, me too, I'm completely too, worn out right now. I can barely stand up, I mean, because we've hiked so much. Hey, I can barely Do you know where uh, Big Tom is? Yes. Okay, so me and this little gal, my, my she's my buddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we took her boy with us. Mm-hmm. And she's so an we parked in White Rocks Canyon yep. and hiked up Big Tom mm-hmm. from the road. Yep. And we got up about halfway, like you could look down off in the red pine. And there's yep. like this little tree line. Well, I took a nap. It took us two hours to get up there. That's mm-hmm. a fucking hike, dude. It's a pretty good hike. I've hiked it. Oh, yeah. Well, this is the first time I've ever seen a bear on foot. Oh, nice. I've seen them in a vehicle all the time. Yeah. This is the first time I've seen one face to face mm-hmm. and it scared the shit out of me <laughs> imagine dude he was fucking huge man i bet his head he had a big awesome. fucking head dude but her boy the, the my proud moment was like her boy i said that's a fucking bear <laughs> and he stops dude and he's all I've never seen a bear before. And I was like, I've never seen one on foot either. Let's get the fuck out of here. That's the thing is, is you hear all the stories of people and majority of the time when people are telling me about lions chasing them and stuff yep. like that, I sit there and laugh at them because I'm actually somebody that's been out walking and I've never encountered a face-to-face lion, a face-to-face bear. I've seen tracks. But... I've seen them off the road, but I've never encountered moose. Yes, I've been in moose where they, oh shit, yeah. <laughs> oh, big springs. They... I've been chased out of the bottom pond in big springs, yeah, by a great big bull moose. Oh yeah, 
Well, that was uh, that was his we, fucking we, pond. We was fishing on the that first pond <clears> on the on the non-tribal side, up, going up towards you in the campground. Mm-hmm. We was fishing that pond, and I wanted to go fish. It's the called river. the Dirty Diaper Pond. Dirty. It's diaper. right next to Harmston's cabin. Hell of a name for yes, it. Yes, it is. <laughs> but we was we was there fishing and uh, brought a thing of worms specifically just for let's go river fishing because I love river fishing. That's my shit. I'll be down. Yeah, I, I love I'll be down. fishing. It's artistic. There, it, There's effort involved. It's not standing Fuck there. Fuck not for me. I throw fucking bait on and throw it out there and let it sink. I don't do that. I, Ooh. I, I've done artistic. But we we was off on a hike. We, we was taking the kids for wilderness. And my wife, she's not a big fan of hikes through wilderness. That's not really her thing. And we was going, and I had been drinking most of the day hours and hours of the day yeah <laughs> there there was a good chunk of my day that day that had been specific for drinking but we're walking so clearly i don't have i don't have my firearm on me because i've been drinking all day um my wife is carrying hers do you guys pack a firearm when you're fishing yeah i'll be down <laughs> yeah well, no i i, I don't oh. trust people or things I don't like any one of those things. But, all right, all right, all right. Uh, we, we, we was going for a hike, and uh, my kids, shit, we've all hiked with kids. They're running around and being in shit that they shouldn't be and louder than they should be. But all of a sudden, we hear a tree break behind us. I'm like, ah, fuck, here's the moose. Because there's a shitload of moose up there. Oh, yeah. I yeah. turn around, there's no moose. Maybe it's one of the cows. There's a lot of cows up there. Maybe it's one of the cows. No cow anywhere. We don't see shit. And then a tree branch snaps above our head and falls. Okay, honey. Kitty looking at you, huh? Okay, honey. Why don't you go ahead and give me that gun? And you guys walk real slow in front of me on your way to that lake. Go back to the pond. We are not fishing here today. Right. Nope. Somebody be ready for this. I had a big old kitty cat looking at you, did you? Yep. I never did get to see it, but the tree, we heard the snap and other trees bristling above us. And so, the branch uh, just fell in front of us. It was like, ah, shit. You know where choke cherry's at? Yep. <clears throat> this during muzzleloader deer hunt. I pulled off and looked. Down in the fuck choke cherry alkali whatever. Yeah. Got back in the truck. I turned around. I had to stop, take a piss. I put it in park and I see this fucking one kitty. Here comes another kitty. Stops. Looks at me. There are two cubs. Your mom was back in the fucking trees watching me the whole time when I was walking the rim of that mountain. Yeah? Oh, yeah. I've... Right there in Uinta Canyon, you know, you you go across the bridge. Okay. And there's a campground to your right. Yeah. Me, Jay, uh, Spencer Kiak, and um, Colby Hoover. Trebolamp. Yeah. Yes, we were all camped there. We had a fucking mountain lion fucking... Because me and Big J walked down to the youth camp and fished the whole river on the way back up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, that mountain lion followed us home. Oh, but damned. Yeah. I've had a few fucking encounters with them kitties. They're not fun. 
I still love that video of that uh, jogger up above BYU in Provo. No, kid, it's my pie pie. Uh, that, that surfaced up <laughs> last said, week on TikTok. Yeah, I'll bet it did. He, he's, he's just sitting there taking a video. He's like, oh, look, some baby kids. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Cat chased his ass clear the hell down the mountain. I can't believe you fucking made it that far walking backwards, dude. I'd have fell on my ass. <laughs> That's one of my favorite videos. He's like, <laughs> he's sitting there filming cubs, just you know, majestic yeah. moment. Oh, look at the little oh, kitties! <laughs> that's how that's how you know he's not from anywhere around here. Because if we see a cub, a kitty, or a baby moose, we are not gonna be where we're at anymore. <laughs> we went to a senior keg and caught a calf elk once. Oh shit! <laughs> Got in a fight at a party after that too. Because of it, we had people that were animal rights activists that were there. That we touched the animal, and now its mom won't take it back. Oh, yeah, all that shit. We yeah. checked it for a set of nuts. Yeah. Being 18 years old, we're going to take an elk home and make it into a trophy, you know? Yeah. Let's castrate that son of a bitch. Yeah. Growing up on farms. Dumb, I mean, a dumb thing, but... Yeah, we got fights over that. <laughs> um. <laughs> wow. <laughs> There's a funny the story shit that brewing. we did when we were kids. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Well, what do you think? We got over 212. Are we really at 212? Oh, yeah. yeah, dude. Oh, it's like yeah. almost nine. Hell yeah. Not bad section of content. Not bad. I was like, we could keep going, but just makes a hell of a lot of editing, and we might turn people off, too. Well, I don't know. Joe Rogan doesn't. You know, three hours. Steve Ranella from the uh, Meat Eater. Yeah. It's three-hour episodes, make, man. It makes well, me wonder if anybody actually listens to every minute of... Uh, when I listen shit. to Joe, I listen to all of it. You do? Yeah. Wow. I can listen to Joe, but Steve Rinella of the Meat Eater, mm-hmm. I love listening to those guys, man, because they're actually just telling some good hunting stories. Well, and he's, like, intelligent. Oh, he's a writer, man. Yeah. He, he, the stuff he talks about, it just lures you in. If, the if way he talks yeah. about it. And I can sit and watch his shows on Netflix, too. Mm-hmm. I've watched. actually entered into one of his contests, and one of his producers emailed me the other day. He's like, if you win this, we're going to go fly you to Bozeman, Montana. Be on the podcast. Do the trivia. Can I go? It's for two. It didn't act like she really wanted to go. We're going to have to edit yeah, that. Mama, mama didn't want to go. <laughs> but, yeah, we'll, we'll figure that one out. Yeah. Uh, but my whole deal is, is I don't know if I could keep up with the trivia. These guys, man, pretty knowledgeable. I'm shit. pretty good at just drinking beer and talking shit. But I don't think they drink beer on their podcast. No, dude. <laughs> no, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, so we'll, we'll come, Steve, on one condition, if Cody can drink beer. Fair enough. Me too. He's, he's Act like I'm going to be drinking. You'll just be, no, I'm sober. It's all business. No. We'll just do it before. I think Meat Eater is my favorite Netflix series. Yeah. Well, I don't like hunting movies. They're all promoting something. Yeah. And... None of us have the money to go in the areas that they're going. 
even with with Steve Rinella. Yeah. Same reason I don't like Ted Nugent. Yeah, same thing. But when it comes down to it, he's talking about they get skunked on a lot of their episodes. Oh yeah, he's like dude. yeah, I didn't, I didn't feel my tag. I, I missed. It's real. Yeah. Plain and simple. It's as real as it gets. Yeah. And you see, like, like when they went after that fucking doll sheep. Oh yeah. That was brutal, dude. It's awesome shit, man. Yeah. Absolutely. It costs ten thousand dollars to get even onto a doll sheep. Yeah. Jesus. You know what I want to hunt? I want to go fucking hunt Kodiak. Oh yeah. Have you watched that series? No. Do you got Hulu? Yeah. Watch the series about. Uh, I think it's called The Hunt. Uh huh. They go and hunt Kodiak Grizz or Kodiak Bear. Uh huh. That is the coolest fucking thing. I got. And two, it's brutal. Two guys that uh, I work with went and hunted Kodiak this uh, last summer. Yeah. Intense archery hunting. Yeah. They went up there for caribou, deer, <clears throat> and they camped. And, oh, and moose. And when they camp, you have to put a bare electric fence around your yeah. camp. And this is totally Jesus. fucking ro- roadless. Dude, you, you don't it sleep. Is, <laughs> it is fucking only accessible by water or air. That sounds great, man. I'll go spend the night in West Valley. I think I would rather spend the night in West Valley than. Well, I would love this opportunity. Yeah, don't get so me wrong. Money You're not going to sleep. You're not going to sleep but... good. No. I don't think any of those guys that have hunted that place have fucking slept. Yeah, I think I'm going to sleep for two hours. You watch. It's just like a military deal. Like, so, like you were saying, they promote shit on the hunting shows. Mm -hmm. I don't think they're promoting nothing on this. I think it's all about, like, to show the island for what it is. Because it is fucking amazing. Is it? I don't know. I want to go do it. Like, man, if I had the money, I'd I, I'd love to it's like a, sit up there. It's like hitting the fucking lottery to get that tag. Oh, I'd imagine. Huh. So, if you're not an Alaskan native, you have to have a guide. Yeah. If you're Alaskan native, you don't have to have a guide. Yeah. See, and I, see, and I have a buddy that I went to school with here. I actually got a chance to party with him this last weekend. But they're thinking they're going to have to move to Alaska for a couple of years for military shit. He said, I'll bet you they need inspectors in Alaska. Yeah. You know how fucking cold it gets in Alaska? Yeah, well, well yeah, first, here. Of, first and foremost. Yeah, it gets colder here. They just get a permafrost. And that permafrost is there until, like, Damn near the end of June. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, on our inversion here, it's the we are in the coldest. Siberia. Place. Yes. Siberia this is very is similar next. for our winters. <laughs> it's crazy. It doesn't hit minus Dry. forty very many very many places in the world. Yeah. We just happen to live in the furthest well, south version. Of North that. Dakota hits minus sixty. Sixty. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Wyoming hits about minus. I've seen. I, I lived in Rock Springs for fucking like eight years. I've seen Rock Springs hit negative 50, 55. Been pretty fucking cold there. Well, it's t- perfect time to take advantage of per diem. <laughs> just a jazz just, in that hey, hotel. Just a fancy word for beer money. It's, <laughs> yep. <laughs> it 
gets cold Wyoming. Hell yeah. So, Brandon, where can we find you? What do you mean? Social media. Social media. If somebody wants to get a hold of you, because now you're famous, because you've been on the worldwide, you went to basement. Oh, huh. Yeah, Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram. (laughs) That's uh, Brandon Harmston, right? Yeah. All right. There we go. Cody, anything? No, I'm deleting all of my social medias. You ain't going to plug me no more. <laughs> I've, I've had enough of social Did media. Did you get in trouble then? No. Uh, I've I, been in I Facebook jail usually... for 30 days. <laughs> Brandon... Politics is politics. <laughs> Brandon's in trouble no, on social media. I get in trouble for shit like saying, you're a fucking pussy or <laughs> something like that. Or I want to kick your ass. Like, Yeah. Have you ever heard of Whistling Diesel? Yeah. He goes and trashes all them trucks. Yeah. I told him one day, I was like, God, that makes me want to beat the shit out of you. And I got put in Facebook jail for that, too. So, Cody, you're done with this shit, huh? Yeah. I've, uh, I th- uh, um, I got to give the the family notice. The uh, I'm giving them a week to get rid of or to save the pictures of my mom and shit like that. If you want pictures that are on my Facebook, save them. I'm done with Facebook. Fuck that. There you go. I should have my uh, Pornhub link ready and rigged up. <laughs> Catch Cody on OnlyFans.com. Well, I'll have an OnlyFans next week. And I actually did. I actually did stumble across a video. Some guy had a great idea. It's we're gonna start an OnlyFans, and we're gonna send everybody pictures of my asshole every day until they decide to pay us to make us stop. And that'll give him a three-week pass. Yeah, if you don't like dude on dude, don't watch Cody's OnlyFans. That's a good point. One of these days we'll get video and we can uh, figure this shit out. <laughs> got Patreon account already set up. And we've got video pending for the accounts that I'm pushing on right now. But uh, if you need to get a hold of us, uh, Eskimo.Cole at gmail.com. Facebook, the gram, you in the basement podcast on Facebook, group site there. We should be pegging from the barn within a, the next couple of weeks. We <laughs> on our OnlyFans site. OnlyFans, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this is episode number 23. It's in the books. Love you, fuckers. I'll see you next week. I love you guys. Yeah, 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 yeah.